Too late, Luther. Wait, there we go. <laughs> no, it's not. I can't hear it. So, like, it's either it was. It was, it was, was that too? Well, can you hear that? There you go. There you go. That too loud. No, no. You're I love controlling this song. It now. I love the song. Is this the justified primeval or is this the uh, regular? It's a regular one. Primeval doesn't even have a theme song. They, they don't know why they just didn't bring this back. I guess I didn't notice it. it this theme song was. Uh, it, it only appears at the beginning of episode two. Oh, oh gangster yeah, grass. Right, you're right. You're right. Because I do. I do. Um, it does have like an interesting, like a rap type uh, country yes. song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like a country rap. Is that what you call would call this? Yeah, I, think so. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I like this song. I like it. I think it's on my my regular playlist. I think. Um, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. You were gonna say something before I started recording. Is that is that something for on air or no? Um, no. I was just like, I I didn't realize, but my chair must have broken. Like it's like it's like lower. <laughs> like I've been lower to the ground. Like I was noticing <laughs> when I was sitting down. Like it was like it's like a longer way to go. But now I need a new chair because this one's like like it like it's like I guess it broke or something. Yeah, yeah. That's a subtle hint that the show needs one of your chairs. <laughs> I think I have another one. I think I have another one though. Right now. So you have to put a rec. You have to put a requisition. <laughs> I did like a uh, executive. Uh... You need to make a. You need to submit a purchase requisition to see if that will be approved by uh, by management. <laughs> denied. We get the stamp like denied. Oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, shoot, I was gonna say something too, and I lost my train of thought. I need a pour, man. I need, I need okay. a pour. What, what do you? What do you? What do you? What do you grab? Um, but be, before before I before I do, I gotta make sure I pull a can out. I won't have the same fiasco as last week, where I was uh, where I drank everything instead of saving one. Yeah. So so this time around, I think I'm gonna save the. Uh, I think it's a triple or uh, triple IPA. I think it's um. I, did, I, I, did I give you two IPAs or are you going to put one aside? Yeah, I think you did. But the ones, this one, I, I've never heard of the company. It's called Face 3 Brewing Company. Oh, don't say that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't say that out loud. You're going to have a what, lot of uh, angry what? people. Because that's a high-level brewery in Yeah, but I don't uh, think Illinois. we've had them before. I don't think we've, I, I've I can't had recall them. having them. I've had you them probably have. You've had them because you probably, but I have not had them. And we're going to, so we're drink, we're popping that today, right? Oh, you want to pop it next? I was, I was going to say it for the, Monday. What's so. the other IPA we have? Oh. I have no idea. I have no idea. I think oh, we have got some equilibrium. I could save the equilibrium for oh. tomorrow if you want to try that. Uh, uh, yeah, save, why don't you save the equilibrium okay. for okay. Uh, Monday? So phase three is a new brewery for the show, I believe, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going to go back into the archives. Uh, I'm going to go to the archives. I'll have to look to at my untap. I'm, I'm pretty sure I won't find them in there. Um, well, now that I have the can, I might, I mean, I might as well. It's time. It's time. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, you want to read the uh, your new yeah. favorite style of beer, I believe. Phase Three Brewing Company. This is called TDH in Threes, which is triple dry hopped, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then it, of course it says in the bottom, triple dry hopped, uh, trip triple hazy Indian Pale Ale, Nelson Savon, Citra and Galaxy. Nice. This so has got to sit at at least ten percent, right? Because we've we've come to that conclusion. If you're no, tri- a triple. you've come to that conclusion. I'm I'm not agreeing with you. What do you mean? Like, a, <laughs> I can't even find the. Oh, I, it's right here. It's ten percent on the nose. Ten percent. Ten percent. Call it. Well, I'll I tell you right. 
I'll tell you right now, I've been looking at I've been looking at Tavor for beers, and uh, they have some triples that are coming in at eight and nine percent. So it's oh, not it's are not you serious. It's not. I told now, you. I now told you're getting you. like yeah, that's yeah. too low. That's like nine uh, percent, yeah. <laughs> maybe eight percent is too low. That's a double. I told you, triple IPAs are the new double IPAs. Everyone's doing them now. And then you've got quads. That's like at twelve and plus, I guess. Yeah. Okay, let me pop this guy here. I'm going to use a little small taster glass so I won't be too uh, incoherent by the end of the show. Yeah, I got my. I'm, I'm using the Mora one this time around. I'm using the uh, the Wakefest eight glass. Oh yeah, well, that's the same. Are they, they're, the, they're the same, same size. Yeah, the same glasses about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah Phase three is a huge brewery in Illinois. Um, yeah, I saw I, it was I, Illinois. Yeah, I see them at all the festivals these days, and they have a huge lines everywhere they go. They command, they command a presence. Let me tell you. Now, you got this on Tavor, or did you get this when you went to Chicago? Oh no, this is probably Tavor. Oh, okay, that and the Equilibrium are Tavor. Oh, okay. Uh, this okay. Uh, this show. I mean, because I oh, I'll go ahead. Oh, cheers, present. I mean, because you know, I know you go to Chicago, so you know it's Illinois. So I figured you might be picking up some stuff at the stores or the other places. And I will be there soon for Phobab uh, coming up in a couple of months. Let's not forget about the Phobab. Mm. How's that? How's that over, over yeah, it's there good. for you? It's good. It's juicy. It's juicy. Got a little dry and a little oily at the end. Are you getting that? I'm not getting. See, see, whenever I think of oily now, I, I when ah. I've talked, I've mentioned this a million times. The gasoline is what comes to my mind. I'm not getting the gasoline. That's what I get from like the. Uh, Gosh, we just like we're the last couple that we've had, and it was like, oh yeah, it tastes like gasoline. It reminds me of Heady Topper. Oh yeah. So this, I'm not getting that from this. Uh, we, can, we have a full, full show today. I don't know. If we're gonna get through all of this, but let's see how we do. Uh, current events. You said there was a uh, well, let's do beer news first, since this is a beer, supposedly a beer podcast. Um, Tilray. Have you had? You have you heard of Tilray prior to the end? Prior to this, uh, no. And I'm still a little confused about the company because that I, you know, you know, like when I saw the article when you give it to me, I immediately went to check to see who Tilray was. And Wikipedia must must be wrong, or at least they were wrong when I read the article because they called them an American company with with Asper, with I guess like locations in Canada. But now oh. I'm hearing they're a Canadian company. Oh, so yeah. So I don't know who to believe now. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Wikipedia for, as your exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The media, the, the couple of articles said Canadian. Wiki said America, American company. That's like, I guess, like located might have some locations in Canada. So I'm not sure. Uh, I was. I because we just spoke about one of these breweries, but I'm surprised that they already own a pretty good portfolio of craft breweries. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to oh, the, okay. uh, to okay. what they currently own uh, prior to the acquisition from Imbit. All right, Sweetwater Brewing. I know we've had some of their beers back in the day. Yeah, they had. I think it was like like a campfire stout. It was like oh a, yeah, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We've yeah. we've had that, right? Yeah. Uh, Montauk Brewing, which I don't I don't think I've heard of. Alpine no. Beer Company. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Alpine's owned by Green Flash now. This well, is like, well, a, like the Splinter, like a like well, the real Alpine. Next on their portfolio, Green, Green Flash, Flash Brewing Company. <laughs> They own them, so they so they bought. So they're the ones that got Green Flash. I think Green yeah. Flash still existed. Okay, Good Supply Beer, which I don't, I'm not familiar yeah. with. Um, Shock Top, which we know. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah, that's a new one. Oh no, no, it's not. No, Shock they, Top they was part it. of the eight. Part of the eight that they just got. 
I'm gonna disagree with you because I have this red hook. I also, shock, have, shock I also have the eight uh, on my okay. list, okay. and then the, the last one on their portfolio prior to the acquisition was Breckenridge Brewery, which I believe we had some of their beers. See Breckenridge at us. I also saw on the on the eight that they pick up picked up. No, because the eight that I see here is Blue Point Brewing Company. I could be wrong. You know, every time I always act like I know what I'm talking about, and then you like correct me, and I'm like, okay, I feel stupid because I'm wrong. I might have copied and pasted wrong, but these are the eight I think they required from InBev. Okay. Blue Point Brewing Company, Ten Barrel Brewing Company, yeah. which we yeah. talked about uh, yeah, previously, yeah. Red Hook Brewery, which we yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, Red Hook's like an old one. I think because I remember when they were bought, but when they were bought by InBev, Red Hook was a brewery that produced a beer that people were saying rivaled Pliny, but I can't remember the name of it. And it was like a, it was uh, like a, it was a reasonably priced beer that we got here. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I vaguely, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, and I, I know this. That's like a sacrilege thing to say. Like how any, how any uh, major beer, you know, sellout beer could could equal that, but. Uh, are you sure we no. weren't just drunk at the time? Maybe no, we like no, no. It was solid. It was solid. Uh, it was a solid beer. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, I don't think I have. I can't any believe they people... put into my untap. I'm trying to get into this uh, their website, and I can't believe they have they really have me putting my date of birth in there, which is kind of for which weird. one Red Hook? Oh, yeah. you're looking for you're looking at Red Hook beers. Yeah. Oh, they're they're uh, they're can. I think they have like a Christmas different. one. Oh, maybe I think it was it was a Christmas one. I think. Oh, it might be like the Christmas like IPA or seasonal or something like that. Long Hammer IPA. That wasn't it. They have an ESB. Oh no! See, I remember. Maybe if I go look at my Untapped, I don't know if I, I'm not. I'm not prepared today. Apparently, yeah, you might have to do the Untapped. But I, 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 I'm gonna be hard pressed to say I have no Red Hook that's in Untapped. Um, I had a procedure yesterday, by the way, so I'm still probably out of it from the uh, the anesthetics. Oh, like the. Uh... Morphine, like, like, uh, like, like you may not have noticed, but I'm missing like an arm right here. You can't tell. Like. No, I had a procedure, and let's just say that uh, I'm surprised I'm able to sit in my chair. Um, oh, okay, but, uh, but I'm right. able to sit in my chair. Okay, uh, and I'm upright too, which is shocking because it, I, the man, when they knock you out, they knock you out. They don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever. Been, I don't think I've ever been in a situation. Maybe as a kid, I think I was when an accident I had as a kid. But I don't think as an adult or a teenager, I don't recall ever being knocked out for any type of uh, procedure. Yeah, procedure. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't done this procedure at your, <laughs> your age. I mean, I probably need this, it. I yeah, probably most, need it, whatever it is. Supposed to have this procedure done. Yeah, I don't see it tapped on it. I don't have to do some research. Um, Widmere or Vidmere Brewing, which... Oh, yeah, I mean, Vidmere. Vidmere might be... Man, Vidmere is like really old school, too. Like the first... Yeah. The first half American half advice and I ever had was Vidmir's half advice, and and I remember exactly where I was, and I remember being disgusted by it when I first had it, and I, I even have like a witness who I, I I in fact I made her take it back, like take this back, like <laughs> like because it goes to show you how long ago because I was like I was like bring me a real American style beer, <laughs> like yeah, I'm gonna say you're probably right because I'm looking at my count and I think my count's off. Uh, and then uh, Square Mile Cider Company and Highball Energy was the are the ones I have on the list. Yeah, so yeah. you might be right. What did you say? Breckenridge and and yeah. Shock Top were part of that's that exactly. Deal? Those are part okay. of the eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you're right now. Shame, I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, you, need that, you need that. You need that shame. I need to. Get, and I'm about to pull the shame. The shame. Uh, gosh, from uh, what's the name of that? The uh, the Game of Thrones was like that woman's running through the going through the street and she shame. 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 I'll take like I'll just take like a dense cap, perhaps, maybe. 
Makes sense. Voltaire's dunce. Uh, let's see. Oh, so that's a big beer news. You said there was a, a the Continental uh, yeah, yeah, trailer, trailer that, that kind of, I guess when it originally came out, I just didn't notice it. But um, I, of course, everything pops up on YouTube. So yeah, trailer popped up. Uh, I guess Peacock got the rights to uh, wow. the prequel to the John Wick uh, TV series prequel, which is going to be three episodes. And the budget actually looks pretty good on it. I'm actually kind of shocked that the, that, you know, and I assume it's about the owner of the, what's his guy? The guy from Tombstone, not Tombstone. Uh, Deadwood. Ian uh, e- 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 McShane. Yeah, Ian e- McShane. And uh, who's the sidekick? The one, the actor that just died. I, I believe oh, he's Bro- Agent there. Broyles. I just know okay, the yeah. Agent Broyles. They're young. Obviously they're young. So they're young and good looking and, and virile. And, you know, so they're all like, they're ready to go. Like, like they're the agents. Like they're, they're like those. Yeah, they're the prime. So they're, they're basically fighting. I believe Mal Gibson's playing like the bad guy. Yes. So, yeah, so they're like, so I think they're trying to take the Continental away from him, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 did see, I did see the uh, trailer. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw Mel Gibson. I saw what looked to be a younger Ian McShane and Broyles yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of, it has to be. It's like, I mean, it's, I thought I heard like the 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 voice of the, uh, the Ian McShane. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, I thought I heard his voice in the background. Uh, and that's a lot of action and a lot of guns, like guns, guns, guns. In fact, in <laughs> fact, they even they they use the Matrix lying once again for the for the five hundred time. We're gonna need we're gonna need more guns. Ah, uh, yeah. It did. You know, it did look like the uh, it did look like the um, the stunts were choreographed by those oh, Matrix yeah. guys. Absolutely, <laughs> they're doing. They're flying around. They're doing the martial <laughs> arts. You know, they're you know they're doing all those moves from the Matrix. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're wearing for that for a review oh, yeah, of that, yeah, right? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Ahsoka comes out in a couple of weeks. So make sure to put mark that on your calendar. Yeah, I, I would. I would love to know the backstory on that. How much they had to change on that? Because you know. If 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 what's his face character wasn't killed by Ahsoka in that one scene when initially when you, cause you know you see them fighting, he's he's dead. He's gonna be killed now. Uh, so yeah. Know, so so you know that's being altered. Yeah, they have to do a CGI rendering of him. yeah yeah. Uh, now it's possible that might have just been the, the the way the battle ends, regardless, which yeah. would be per you know be oh you know you know maybe they you know maybe they just it's, oh we just wrote it that way. It wasn't we didn't do this on purpose. Well, not I, mean, I so what. Not for season one, though. If he's like, if he's the antagonist with Thrawn, then uh, well, they might have not... filmed it all, though. They might have filmed all of uh, it. So yeah, but we okay. don't know at what point that he fights her. You know, they might have a showdown that they shot for the end of season one, perhaps. True, true. And maybe they'll CGI a couple of extra swings to kind of uh, eliminate him as a character. Yeah. Or like maybe. I said, maybe she takes him out. You know, maybe she does take him out as part of the storyline. It's possible. It's highly possible. Uh, so that's coming out a couple of weeks, and we need to put that down on our calendar to review. Um, and so then we got a big, big show today. We got Degrassi, we got Prime Awful, we got Justified, we got The Bear, we got Winning Time, which I think if we get to it, and then and then we just threw in like randomly that If It Bleeds story. Yeah, I don't know why I was like in the mood to read something <laughs> differently. I think I just got burnt out on the Freud stuff. Yeah, it's like it's just starting to get like I just realized I felt like I was in school. Like, 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 why am I doing this? I'm not even, I'm not taking psychology one, you know, psychology. Why am I doing this to myself? But then I was like, Hey, I want to read something more, you know, back to my roots, horror, you know, that realm. And that was a relatively short story. I forget what, what? I think. It's <laughs> 180 pages, relatively short. Didn't take you That's that not long, short but... for a short story. I, I can tell you right now. You that read that you're... like in two days or, or less. I read it like in two days. So Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. You could have trimmed out like 75 pages from that story. Should have been, oh, yeah, should have been a lot, like 100 yeah, yeah, pages. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of exposition in there that really could just be, especially the stuff with the uh, the mother. All all the mothers, all of Holly's mother could just be completely eliminated from there. So, so give me your, because uh, that's probably the freshest in my head right now. What's your initial thoughts of the story? You know, I kind of I want to like it because it's 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 basically the outsiders the second season because you know this is what they were gonna you know what they were probably thinking about when they were because there was supposed to be a second second season, but it's just not as exciting as the original. And it's it's almost like anticlimactic the way it ends. Like, and, and she she claims that oh it's you know it's it's a new and improved version. But I just I disagree and say oh no this is like a like a, a younger model. This is like a model that doesn't have the full facilities that that you the the one you find in the, in the actual series the outsiders outsider is uh, is far more like like cunning and stuff like that. This one's like he doesn't he's like yeah he's like a new guy you know. So I, uh, I don't mean I'm, I was I wasn't really impressed. I mean in the end it was like. Eh, it's okay for a short story, and probably maybe that's why it was a short story. Even he realized it. I can't make a book out of this, so let me just do a short story. Yeah, there's a lot. I, you know, again, you, I, I like the Holly character. It, yeah, yeah. But I, as I read it, I can't help thinking of the outsider Holly versus the the literature Holly, right? Because isn't isn't the character and isn't the literature character Holly a, a white uh, woman? Well, in the well, in the story, she said, but there's that one part of the story because we do find out that uh, they're I don't know if these are newer characters or characters from, uh, prior from that uh, Finders Keepers, Jerome but, uh, and uh, Barbara. Two of, yeah, two of her best friends, Jerome and Barbara, they're both uh, I guess African American or are black. I'm not sure if they're yes. American. They so so, but at one point she says something. She tells Holly yeah. like, "Hey, like," and Holly goes like, "I'm white." Yeah. So 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 it's kind of like weird. It's like wait a minute, like you know, you you, you see her as the TV Holly. Yeah. And also, this Holly's not, um, she doesn't have the shining. Like, we're, we're meant to believe that she has the shining <laughs> in the TV series. And she does, right? She has, like, the, like that, like, precognitive power or something. But this one, she doesn't. She's just, like, a, you know, she's just maybe astute. She sees things, but she's not, she don't have the shining. And I, I don't know if she's all that bright, uh, to be honest with you. Because nothing. She has really... a lot of mental problems, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, nothing really. Ha- nothing really. Nothing really happens until. I mean, there's a lot of nothing happening in this story. Oh, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, a lot of it's uh, her and her I, mother. It's like I mean, her, I guess, her and her mother reconciling. I guess let's just start off with this then. Why don't we start out with this? Is that I okay? Think already, I think we already uh, finished. We it. did. <laughs> <laughs> I think we already finished it. It's like I think we just. I think we finished. It. Uh, yeah, we usually give a summary. We go yeah, through a summary. A summary. Yeah, it's Paul. It's 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 a, it's a, it's uh-huh. uh, the outsider one point five. Is that is that fair to yes. say? Like, uh, yeah, it's another creature, probably a younger version of the outsider creature. We know it's the outsider because the face at one part of the end, when when it's when it has Barbara hostage, it transforms, and the facial part is the red worms. When so so we know it's an, the actual creature. These uh, I don't know, I guess like symbiotic worm type creatures that that form a human body or something, and then they, I don't know, it's like a vampiric creature. The the new characters in this are the older uh, the older man who discovers him and his uh and and I quote Stephen King very gay stepson like uh that's yeah. a Stephen King's word which is kind of weird because I feel like they should have been like the main characters in this yeah yeah it's like it's like wait a minute like they should be the main characters yeah I, I, yeah and right off the bat you know I don't like the structure of it um I I go I I I see Holly from the the actress yeah, from yeah, the yeah, outsider yeah. throughout this whole thing. I don't want to see anybody else cuz I I I enjoyed the Holly character so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see anyone else in this but uh but the actress who played Holly in the in the, the show. I mean I mean you could still do that. You can I mean it's, it's it's you know I mean you know, I mean obviously uh, you know you could still do that. But and it's just not the same character. She just like I said without like the shining 
and like that thing. It's just, it's a little bit, it's different. She's just not a, a normal intuitive uh, detective, you know, which, you know, which I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess people like Holly because she just lives. She survives somehow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So talking about Holly Gibney, she was featured in the outsider. Um, there are some references, of course, to the outsider and Ralph. Well, it starts off with Ralph. She, she sends Ralph a message or a letter or something. So Ralph is mentioned he's on vacation. So he's out of the picture, Ralph and his wife and his son who are still alive in the actual book. This, uh, we learned a TV series. The son is, uh, is gone. I think he dies of cancer if I'm not mistaken. So, so, so he's, so they're all off on vacation. So we don't even know what really happens to them either. So, yeah. Uh, and again, I, I how many, you said this was 180 pages or so? Yeah. About 180 wow. pages. Yeah. Yeah. And really probably could have been trimmed to maybe 120 pages. There's a lot of fat in this, uh, in this novel that we don't need. Or it's about right because, because I started reading the first story, the, uh, Mr. Herring, Mr. Harrigan's house, which is actually has a Netflix Netflix movie out that I might watch de- depending on how the story goes. I'm, a, I'm about a third of the way done with that. If a story is actually pretty good, I might watch the Netflix movie, which I think has a uh, uh, Kiefer, not Kiefer Sutherland. Who's is the father still alive? Donald, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Is, is yeah. he still alive? Okay, yeah, he's, yeah. I don't know, but he's in this. So, yeah, okay. So then he, okay, yeah. So I believe he plays Mr. Herring, Herring in it. So, so I, I'm assuming, so I'm going to, I'm going to say definitively, we will read and watch the movie. Uh, for which one? For, for the, the show. But we got to finish the whole book now, don't we? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna just like it wasn't just for one story. I was, you know, I do like yeah. Stephen King's uh, what do you call it? anthologies? Is I believe it's uh, what they call these uh, type of books. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna read all the stories. For this one though, I think we decided. I decided to uh, to to read the second story first, which which is the Holly Gibney story, uh, if it bleeds. Um, so yeah, we can watch. The, we can read the first story and watch the movie for next uh, for the next okay. episode. I would yeah, suggest. Yeah, yeah. Where where are you at in that in that story? Didn't even start it. I, I had a problem uh-huh. getting through the uh, the if it bleeds if it bleeds. Story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I get you. Yeah, this. Yeah, the first one's um. Well, so far I'll tell you right now, the first first part of the book, there's nothing supernatural happening in the book. There's nothing terror or supernatural. So I'm assuming this is might this might be like one of his other stories, kind of like, gosh, I'm trying to think of the name of that one. Uh, did he do that story at four, se- four Seasons? Yeah, well, no, because even those had like light supernatural. Oh no, except for the body. I guess the body wasn't supernatural. The Stand by Me, that's what Stand by Me. What that's that's from the Four Seasons, isn't it? Is it? Or different seasons? I don't know what the heck that. No like, <laughs> all, all the anthology books are starting to like co- like they're starting to become one, like Skeleton Crew. You know. Uh, so let's see. This starts out with the uh, Pineboro Township. Um, we see a package that's being delivered to a school, um, you know, and, and it it should be ominous, but I think Stephen King kind of tells us something bad's going to happen like early on in that whole description. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cheat, like, because uh, I think he says something about when the secretary gets a package, had she moved it somewhere else? Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, try to like... Uh... Uh, you know, trying to tell you that not something bad's not going to happen in this scene. So you know something, you know something's going to happen. Yeah, but so that kind of ruin it for you that knowing that something bad's going to happen. Not really, because you kind of figure out this is a continuation of the outsider, so you know it's probably the, n- another creature doing no, a similar modus operandi. No, operandi. unique. No, come on. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing. Through the through the reading the story, I'm going. Oh, it's got to be the outsider. It's an outsider, even though even though she keeps constantly says it's a cousin to the outsider. It's not the same. I assume these worms, whenever they they coal, 
get together and make this human human creature. Not all of them are, are similar, they, but they all have like certain needs that they need to do, like the psychic vampire thing. Cause that's what the old man calls it, the uh, psychic vampire, which makes sense because it does feed off like uh, like fear and and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, and then ultimately, although the outsider. It requ- it eats like the like the 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 people. So that's a, so that's a difference in in this creature as compared to that. So yeah, even yeah. so, it does old, have some differences. The old man refers to it as like a scavenger, like a hyena, like a scavenger. It it it, it it makes use of grief and pain that's already there and yeah. feeds off of that instead of the original outsider, which creates like the pain and the grief. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this one's starting to do that too, though. That's why it gets busted. Ultimately, it's why it gets busted because it, it instead of just being there, which Hey, it's a rep- it's kind of like what rep- kind of what reporters do anyway. You know, they they kind right. of like that. So they you know, they are kind of like vultures in a sense. But this this is actually getting something more than just that. They're getting like a you know like a, a feeding. A, they're actually feeding themselves. Yeah. But obviously, the outsider in the uh, the original story, I guess it discovers that even feeding you know actually killing and then feeding off is even more intense. Uh, let's do another pour. What do you got? Let's see. All right. You, uh, you want to go to a bottle? Uh, sure. We got we got plenty. Got a full. That's if I can get to it. Like I got that little chest. Now I have to go down to the bottom now. I I would suggest either the uh, green cheek or the angry chair, which is making a return to the show today. So I would say either one of those. Play some background music here while you're doing. Let's see what I got on here. I have pulled out no. Oh, unrepentant transgression. Oh. No, that's that's wrong. <laughs> I don't care. I was waiting for like, your that's follow-up premature. That, that's premature. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> they have medication for that, I think, don't they? <laughs> that's premature. No, I got the angry chair one. All right, good. Here we go. Here we go. a fifty bottle, right? That's a big pour. Yeah, that's why I give you a big pour. Yeah. Unrepent. Oh, jeez, I can't even speak today. I, I, I couldn't say it either. Unrepentant transgression by Angry Chair Brewing. It's a barreled age imperial sweet stout. Mm. Um, and this is uh oh, here we go. Um, Tampa, Florida, cognac barreled age ale with cacao. Oh, it's a cognac one. Cognac. <laughs> cacao, vanilla beans, cinnamon, toasted walnuts, and lactose. There you mm. go. All your all your favorite to-dos in a yes. in a barreled age beer. I expect sweetness. Like sweetness. <laughs> I was only joking. Oh, this is pouring very thick. Let me tell you. What's ABV again? I think I missed it. I don't think they have to put oh, that. Oh, that's in. right. They, they don't say it. You got to do it. Let on me see. Here. Let me see. Uh, I do not. I do not see an ABV in this. Okay. I do not. Um. Alrighty, here we go. Just a small, tiny chaser for me. Cheers. Oh yeah. Was it? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Welcome back, angry chair. Yeah, that's good. How can you possibly be angry drinking a beer so yummy? That's why, man. I that's I I my taste in like beers has really changed. I like these the what I call the meat stout. I like that. <laughs> like a, I call it them it's like sweet because I mean mm. think about it, we had we had the stouts back, you know, the Imperial Stouts, even the barrel age ones. I don't recall like them being sweet. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess it was, was it Horace or, or three, was it three chiefs or four chiefs that introduced like the sweet stouts that made a big like mark. And then everybody's not everybody, but then we're like, you know what? 
it was kind of like a divisive thing. Some people liked it. Some people didn't. At the time, I really wasn't into sweet beers, but I did not start tasting it. It's like, well, you know what? This really is good. So you remember a good question. Who coined the term like pastry stout and what were some of the the original first pastry stouts oh, yeah. we had? It's a good one. Do the history of it. Yeah, because yeah, I I want to say, man, yeah, maybe Tony probably have a better like uh, answer on this one. For me, I can't even remember. I'm trying to think. Tony brought over a few of them back in the day, so it might have been for me, but I can't remember what it was. My, my hands are all sticky from this too, so that is definitely the lactose. Or wait, wait could also be like the malts too, right? Malts uh, or lactose? Say, would you say like faux might have been one of the first? Uh, I don't know. Way before no. that. No, 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 no. See, foe's the opposite. Foe's not, 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 not really sweet. It's got the flavors, what? but it's not, it's not, you don't, I've never thought foe was maybe like when the other version, like, like the crunch, what was the, oh, uh, the number, number crunch? crunch? Maybe when they started adding other adjuncts, but foe itself is not that. Now, it's, oh. now it'd be nice to actually try foe now to, but I don't, it's not su- sweet. These are su- very sweet. That's like, you know, there's a reason why I call it a mead stout because, you know, meads are known for being super sweet. So, you know. Uh, okay, let's get back to this show here. Uh, Finders keepers. Um, we uh, we get introduced to the the characters Holly and then the partner Pete Huntley, and then we eventually meet Jerome and uh, Barbara as well. Yeah. Uh, so she's trying to watch her legal show, and it gets interrupted at breaking news, and we find out that there's been this ex- explosion in Pineboro that we saw the package of, uh, and then there's a reporter on uh, on the scene. Named Chet Ondowski. Any, any, what a random name. It, and it probably means something, but it, it is a very <laughs> random name. Yeah. Well, Chet, Chet's like kind of your stereotypical news reporter name, but that Ondowski. See, the, the, well, and it's funny because when they mention him, I'm thinking of that one. What's that one, re, that comedy with Will Ferrell with the, uh, he's oh, like a man. Yeah. Ron, the, yeah. Ron it's Burgundy. like that. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> That's what comes to mind when I'm thinking of that. Like I'm, I'm visualizing uh, him. I've never seen that movie. Is that movie any good? I never saw it, never seen it either. Oh. <laughs> it's got some funny lines in there that, that are memes, but I've never uh, seen the movie. People say it's funny, but uh, yeah. I'm not a big Will Ferrell fan. And besides, not either, uh, but when he, but, but, <laughs> but when he does something we like, though, we like it. That, that uh, his, uh, whatchamacallit character from uh, He's Bound and Down is Ashley Schaefer. Is that Ashley Schaefer is hilarious. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, the plum. I can feel it in my plums. Oh, no. <laughs> feel it down in my plums. Like, like, let him watch. Let he's him got watch. To learn like my father. <laughs> oh, he's got to learn like my father from his father and his father. <laughs> like, where, do you, where is he getting that? At? Where is he pulling that? At? Uh, most of that show is improv, I think. Right? So that you know. Oh yeah, all those guys. All those guys. Um, him. Uh, was it the what's his name? The uh, Danny McBride. Uh, McBride. The um. Macworthy, Macworthy, yeah, Macworthy. The uh, yeah. Uh, is me is McCready Middle School a nod to the thing or no? Just by chance? Probably not. Probably not. You don't think so, huh? No, considering this is not. considering this is kind of like the thing with the paranoia and who's it. You don't think that's uh, a nod? Yeah, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I didn't. I didn't. Think, I, 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 didn't it, I didn't cross my mind. But it's a possibility. Uh, let's see. Jerome's talking about the inside and outside evil. Uh, of the world and his uh, metaphor of the big bird. Um, uh, the, he's looking for this dog that, that's that been kidnapped and that dog's oh, yeah. been, that turns up dead. Uh, 
So Chet is is like a non round the clock doing coverage on the story. Even has been uh, digging up uh, and saving, rescuing kids from the from the uh, debris. Yeah, um, you know, I, I was actually good. I was expecting more in that scene because even when they mentioned that scene where he has the kid, the child, and it's missing like a foot, and I was like, uh oh, like is he feeding now? Is he like, is this like the <laughs> point where like he switches over to like the uh, the you know the bloodlust uh, version of the outsider? Uh, let's see. Then we have the side story with uh, Holly and her mom Charlotte, and way Uncle too, Henry. way too long, way too many, way too much about that. Yeah, and then there's the uh, the. What's it called? The uncle, the the yeah. the mother, and the uncle. Yes, Uncle Henry, and uh, and so Charlotte has to go visit because they're going to put him in a group home, right? Uh, because he's getting he has Alzheimer's, I believe, and that is is having correct. some dementia yeah. issues. Uh, so Jerome goes with her, and uh, he's right. I guess he's writing a book about his uh, one of his ancestors. I think a grandfather, a great grandfather, who was like a a gangster, gangster, yeah. Yeah, so he was researching it for class and became so interested in it. He's starting to write a full-length uh, novel about his uh, his grandfather uh, called The Black Owl. Rise which, and fall, which of much American of the chagrin of the rest of his family might not be such a good good like thing. Like, wait a minute, you really want to be talking about like our family like that? But I think it's like I would most of, most of them. Shoot, uh, I, I would. I'd be like, yeah, it's something cool. cool and like yeah. like outlaw outlaw stuff. Always is 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 kind of cool. So yeah, oh like, yeah. I had no problem having a tell-all story if my uh, great great grandfather was a, uh, oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a mafia gangster yeah. type character. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then she she keeps on seeing this footage, and she has the this revel mental revelation that there's something different about some of the scenes of him of Chet and later scenes with Chet, and she comes right. to the conclusion that he she had a mole on his face which disappeared uh, in subsequent um, footage. Apparently he's not as good. He's, he doesn't have as good control of control as the outsider from the original one. It seems like he doesn't have it, and he, and maybe in the last maybe thirty years he developed the second uh, face in this relatively recently. Because when the old man tells him like, "Oh, here we have the other guy," and I think this is his second persona. So yeah. So he he's he's probably not been around as long as the original outsider. He's probably been around for like centuries upon centuries. Uh, yeah, because he gives the uh, the analogy of the fox, or at least, um, is it oh Bill? yeah, I think Bill Ooh. gives it to 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 Holly about the the pig face and the fox yeah. face. And the fox face actually made me think of the uh, the outsider. Remember that one scene in the Outsider where he wears where they're wearing the mask and he's got that yeah. fox mask on. So it made oh, me yeah. think of that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And so, so the other underlying theme be, besides the main story and the story with Charlotte and Uncle Henry is uh, Holly's dealing with a lot of PTSD from uh, oh, yeah. The Outsider. And, and the original story, too. Yes. Yeah. So she's constantly reliving these these uh, these images and uh, has had to see a therapist. Uh, and actually, is, say, actually seeing two therapists. Yeah. Well, well, the initial therapist was kind of weird, too, because she basically tells the therapist, hey, like I want you to write. You can write about it and talk about my things. Obviously, she has a re there's reasoning why she's doing this, but it's kind of weird. Typically, when you go to a therapist, you don't want anybody to know about what you're talking about. But she does want just just of course for this for this story to happen. We need this to to uh, you know to to get the story to go along. She wants to know if anybody else is out there has has seen this, this these creatures the these outsiders. So. And a weird thing, of course, it pays off. But I'm like, I, I just don't imagine like a, a therapist entertaining that idea 
Like, uh, you know, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird. Um, well, another word, part of this whole thing, including the outsiders, why would they think there's only one of these beings or these species? Oh, yeah. Especially when it's like, when, when they see what it is at the end, there's got to be more to this. It's got to, it's got to be like this, either it's, whether it's alien or some kind of like, you know, creature that's been existing yeah. in the ocean or what, whatnot. It, yeah. Wh- why, why would there only be like a small sliver? There's got to be, you know, a lot, thousands upon thousands yeah. of these. So maybe they haven't figured out what how to get together and create this symbiotic thing to make a human, you know, form. Yeah. So yeah, oh yeah, you know, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of maybe it's like part of the human arrogance. Like I defeated it, and it was only one, or maybe that, yeah, that yeah. maybe that uh, maybe it's like a like a safety mental safety net. Oh, the good thing there was only that one. It's like oh, a self preservation yeah, 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 yeah. maybe but, logic. Well, that's why the thing is such a great movie too, and even stuff like aliens because there's more. There's always more than one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So she's comparing pictures of, of the, of the two. Uh, and then she realizes that there's a green Subaru in, oh, yeah. um, in, in Chet's tweet and the, an, another news reporter's footage. And so she's like, well, they're at, clearly it's his vehicle and it's at both places prior to the event. So maybe yeah. responsible for it. Oh, and also like one of the, one of the difference between this and the outsider, the original outsider is, it's it's not concealing. It's uh it's it's on the open. Whereas the the outsider, the creature doesn't show up on the film. Even though the TV series has him on the on the camera, we know we find out in the book that you you won't. He's like a vampire, more like a vampire as opposed to a psychic vampire. Uh, you mentioned uh, Doctor Morton is her El Cuco therapist. And oh yeah, they didn't mention El Cuco too. So, that's... <laughs> and so she, like you said, she says, "Hey, if anyone has a story similar to mine, feel free to give yeah. me the information." Why so would you? Like, I can't imagine a doctor entertaining that idea and going to somebody else. Like, hey, I mean, you know, because everybody, I mean, we talk, you know, we talk about like, uh, like having dreams. People have dreams that are similar to other people. Like, you know, certain delusions and dreams. Like, just because somebody says they see a creature, like. You know, it's kind of hard to put two and two together like that. that wait a minute. Oh, man, somebody over here, especially as a doctor who's a man of science, they're not going to believe yeah. in supernatural and stuff like that. He Then they even talk about putting people together with the same delusions. That oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we see that now with the experiments. You could, you can put you can put nine nine people or ten people together, and if nine of the people say that four plus four equals five, the tenth person has to give in. And now yeah. we all, now we all, it's, it, yeah, you're right, it is five. Um... And so we know that, but on the other hand, just going, getting back to that really quickly, Holly is extremely intelligent and extremely coherent and extremely expressive. Like how, how would a therapist deal with the fact that you have this person who seems to be intact um, is definitely having the, the, telling me the story about something that's completely impossible to believe. Yeah, that's, that's true too. But we see, you see a lot of like, I'm sure there's a lot of intelligent people that see therapists, you know, I'm pretty sure like, you know, you more than you would think. And well, we know that therapists see, they see therapists themselves. So, you know, it's like, I almost kind of feel like people need to talk to somebody so that they just go to therapists for that. Maybe that's the way he sees it too. And also she was involved in uh, various uh, disasters. So, you know, you know, so she does need to talk to somebody. So, so she has a two therapists. The one, um, Allie Winters, to deal with the family stuff. It seems like, and then Morton is brought in for the El Cuco uh, oh, yeah. stuff. Um, so she gets um, sh- through Morton. She gets connected with Dan Bell and the the grandson Brad, and she visits them, and they start talking about, hey, 
um, you know, we know, we know who he is and we've been tracking this guy. Um, and it's kind of conveniently, it's set up that the grandfather is like the visual guy and the grandson is the audio guy. So because yeah, the yeah. dad's looking at, you know, uh, uh, drawings of comparing the different pictures throughout. Well, time not, of- to, not to mention even that his background is like, a pol- you know, pol- ex- like police detective. It's, you know, he's like an artist. So it does have like, a, like, oh, okay, like these characters are perfect for this. You know, they're not like insane. We know they're not insane, you know, or at least the, the old man is. Even though he's a patient of another doctor, he's, he's not, in, even, and he's 91. He's also very old. He's 91 years old. But he's not like insane. The plot, the plot demands that they're 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 experts yeah, in this yeah, particular yeah, areas. A little yeah. convenient, a little. Convenient. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we can't have like Ralph come back to help her out. We got to have like you know. Um. So then, talking about they're talking about like his inconsistency of hair. Like he can have the hair in his head, but the the El Cuc- the new El Cuco can't have any like body hair, and that's why they were talking about like the uh, the facial hair um, yeah. that that is there and not there. Um, let's see the journalists. So they look at all these different journalists that, that are always around pain and suffering. Um, and then they, you know, they, again, they do the, the comparison of the faces where they're, they're similar yet not. Um, but underneath you can still see it's the same face, face, uh, of Chet with all these uh, other journalists. And I assume he's just altering it slightly for every different incarnation. Like, like, you know, um, the uh, the Gary character will say that I think he first saw him like in 1960 or some or something like that with the with the disaster that happened, and it basically he's been changing his appearance like slightly ever so often just to you know just to get away with it, which means he doesn't have full control like the like the original one does, where he can actually just become a different person. It's not till like more probably 30 years later, or maybe it's even like 20 years later, where he does develop that second persona, where took I guess it takes his, those worms like a, a t- you know enough time to figure out that they can do all these things because they don't even have the poison yet. They don't have like, they're missing that also that's that the uh, mental thing that that control that they have the ability to like get into the mind. Oh, yeah. So they're missing a lot of powers. That, so it is weird. It's to me, I thought it was weird when Holly says, Oh, this is a new and improved version. I'm like, no, it is. And it's, and especially the way it's defeated. Like it's, this is like the, the baby version of the, of the outsider. Uh, or, or a completely different species. I mean, I don't know well, why it's not I don't that it's, I don't know no, why, no, why no. do they assume no. it's the same species. No, no, it's well they say that it's 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 a, it's the same creature but same creatures I take that back. Sorry, it's the worms, the red worms. But it's like a dog is to like a wolf. Like they're not the you know be, just because they're the same doesn't mean they have the same like uh you know, it could be like humans. Like some humans uh, we developed having knowing certain skills if you from a different area you have different skills. You know, we don't all have the same skills. Uh let's see. So so uh the grandpa Dan and Brad, they they assume that the 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 new El Cuco is just a scavenger that he's not inflicting anything. Right. He, so they're not really they're just kind of they track him throughout time throughout the yeah, decades. Yeah, they've just been following him for what he he says nineteen sixty, but I'm sure he goes goes back further. But he's been following him for seventy years or something like that now. Yeah, Since he was a, yeah. So it's it's been a long time. Um, then the son, the grandson brings out the voice analysis and you can see it's the same voice. And oh there's yeah. A, there's as, like a a second, as his second, as his second persona. The yeah, same. There's, a, there's a lisp that they, uh, that they notice and pick up on him trying to autocorrect it. Uh, meanwhile, kind of oddly enough, Jerome and Barbara are tracking Holly. They put a tracker oh, on yeah. her, on yeah, her yeah, phone. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going through her inner, inner web. His, what's, what's it called? An AirPod? What is that thing called? AirTag? Like an Air, 
It's no like the, idea. it's like an Apple thing where you can like uh it's like it tells you where, where your stuff is located. Yeah, no one better be going through my internet history. People <laughs> people well, no, people are using these things now to track people. It's like you just stick it like in a car and you can track somebody. Huh. All right. Uh let's see. So Holly's ready to confront Chet. And it you know, this it's not the strongest story. It is. Say. You're right. You're right. You're right. Cause it's 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 almost like it's like an abbreviated version. Like, are are we meant to think that Holly's become has gone has come so far? You know, just because she whacked the original outsider in the head with the with the was it a, a sock of coins or something like that? Like, you know, like now she's like now she knows what she's doing. It almost seems like she really doesn't have any idea. But fortunately, or unfortunately, or fortunately, she involves her two friends, which is yeah. really bad. It really makes her look kind of like you know you know she's now her two friends are there. It winds up how it winds up being like. It's a what do you call it a, uh, a Dios ex machina where like you know they're it's, they're not you know they they're the ones that actually uh, help her out so it's a little too eh, you know it, it's I thought the the original story makes more sense where it's like more dire and like all oh, the people are dying this one like everything comes together where it's like yeah. oh it's all it's all hunky dory it's okay. Yeah, the plot demands that the, they go to the building right where at yeah. the same time that now uh, had the the Chet outsider like killed like maybe one of them like you know either Jerome I mean, you know, smashes he smashes Jerome in the head with the I think believe a brick had he yeah. killed him or or if he guts uh, Barbara then I would go ooh that's like that's that's brutal but he doesn't do either of those things yeah it's uh and it, i'm not sure why she goes at it alone either that makes no makes yeah. no sense and I, I didn't even like that it, it, I didn't even but it like... didn't wind up being alone that's because she's being followed yeah. like which are, which is wait a minute we're meant to we're meant to believe that holly is this great detective and very astute and she's being tracked by two of her co-workers <laughs> who, I, who i assume have less experience you know yeah. I, I, i'm not even sure barbara's like a detective i don't know she, she's like a high school student she's like, yeah she's like, yeah yeah she jerome's no the only one that actually goes out and does stuff yeah again yeah, you're right cause i think jerome is in the in the original stories but barbara i think is new to this one so yeah it doesn't make sense why she goes at it alone it's a poor it's the her plan of attack is poor it, it, everything yeah. about this is not holly like i would think they do make it, her more violent though because like she doesn't believe in guns but she's she's planning on blowing him away blowing yeah. the, uh, the creature away so uh, you know, and doesn't she remember from the outsider? She needed a team of about six, seven people. Yeah, to, they were all uh, getting <laughs> whacked, and <laughs> they're all getting whacked. Little and little improbable for my yeah. taste. Um, I mean, I mean, she does, she does send the first the original letter off to Ralph saying, "I might be dead when you get this," so you know, <laughs> like follow up and take take it out, like you know. So she gets uh, the the uh, Chet uh, on guard hotline and let lets the uh, the operator know that hey, he needs to call me. Um, tell him. Uh, he gives her a series of dates and events, and then that's so because he can relate these to like, uh oh, somebody knows. Yeah, so she gives him, she gives the operator all this information that will only pertain to Chet if he is an outsider, right? Let's see. So then, when he finally calls her, uh, he sends, uh, she sends him more of the evidence, including pictures and the uh, audio files. And says, "Hey, let's meet at the food court, and uh, and we can talk some more about what I want." Uh, and it, it, again, it's just in illogical why they yeah. meet at the food court. And also, you know, the and we know that the uh, the uh, the resolution. We, I mean, Holly can just walk away, but she gives away so much information that she's no longer anonymous. She know he knows oh, where yeah. she's at. He knows her who she is. So you know this has this can only end in one way. You know, so we one of us has to die. 
you know, because it can, there can be no concession. I can't let you, even though Holly says I want, you know, it winds up being like an extortion thing where give me some, give me 300,000 and I'll let you go just as long as you don't kill anymore. Because we do find out that in the beginning, he's the one that, that, uh, um, because he blows up the place instead, instead of being, instead of just waiting for disaster, I'm going to make my own disaster so I can get that, right. you know, that quick, uh, high, you know? So I don't know. I just, it just, it's like, I, it's yeah i don't know it's just it's just kind of weird the way it works out that way that you know he knows that you can't let me go it's like because I'll, I'll come i'll come and i'll kill you yeah so that's basically the conversation at the food court about three hundred thousand dollars for my uncle henry um yeah never do this again and and he and he it seems like he regrets or has some remorse for doing it in the first place for blowing he says yeah the, i i shouldn't have done that you know maybe, yeah. maybe in a hundred years i could have done it like later on you know, it's yeah. like, but right now I didn't, I didn't need to, because, because he has, he, he does have a good job. The only other job I could think of that would be good too, would also be, uh, uh, some kind of like fireman or something like that. Like there's certain jobs that we, that are attracted to disasters. Yeah. So anything like that would have been a good job. Uh, let's see. So they have the plan to meet at her office. Um, she goes and has the Christmas dinner with the mom. Um, Holly gets the and there's this whole elevator hack thing. Gosh, man! Oh it's yeah, like, that's the wait, wait. another Deosex machina. What's going uh, on device. here? What is that called? Yeah, that's, that's not Deosex machina. That's like a device like prop yes, that you, you know. Yeah, definitely. That's like the predator. That's like Arnold setting up like the like the uh, the traps for the predator, and he doesn't walk into them. He still gets whacked by one. Yeah, so there's a whole thing with the elevator, the programming, and and, 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 and I will say this: I knew. That something's going to happen with the elevator because you don't mention something, especially in a short story, maybe in a long book where you'll forget about it. But because the story is so short, you know, it's going to come into play at some point. So, yeah, I guess the, the, originally the elevator was had a glitch in it where it would at, when it stopped at a floor, all the doors would open up. And so yeah. it, be, it became a danger because if you weren't paying attention and your door opened, you would step oh, out yeah. and, and the elevator wouldn't be there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, gosh, man, gosh, this is just something I've been watching. Some some horrific thing I've been watching. I don't know why it popped up on my YouTube, but roller coaster disasters and like the failures of like the safety systems. Oh gee, like, like real, like real stuff. Oh yeah, real, like yeah, oh, real boy. disasters. Is it like, graphic? Um, most for the most part, no, because they, oh, okay. some, a lot of times they don't have. Foot. These are like they might be older. The newer ones, they might have footage of like the disaster happening. But it's just like the like you, these these rides that we get on, whether it be a major like uh, amusement park or like a carnival, like the the it's 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 like a lot of times it's a failure of the of the person to to, oh, know, to yeah. secure these rides. Are they change something in the ride and it just leads Boy. to like these disasters? And that's and I was thinking that's what the elevator reminds me of, like like that little glitch in there. It winds up becoming a big disaster. Um, what else you got for a pour? Let's go. Oh yeah, okay. You want to go back to a can or you want another uh, bottle? Uh, I mean, uh, jar. Uh, it's a mystery. <laughs> I can't see the oh, it's see, question want, marks. Like, it's funny thing is like I didn't want to drink that on the air, but okay. <laughs> oh, we could try it. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not gonna. Oh, mention... oh, oh, I thought it was. I thought it was for my like to see if I could figure out what it was. No, like, I no, I, I said it. It should. It inspired that idea of giving you uh, oh, a mystery. Okay. Book jars in the future, but uh, well, let me you, try a drink of it. Let me try. Let me give me. Let me get, let me try a quaff of it, and then you know. <laughs> uh, this was gifted to me, so uh, 
Really? Shout out to, oops, uh-oh. good lord. <laughs> oh, what? Uh-oh, that's like that gives away. Was this like is that is this a champagne ale? Like a... no, but the uh, cork on it was super lucid, and when I popped, the, yeah, the if I saw it go flying, it was like a, that. <laughs> no, but even the original cork would like flew. Uh, let me. I'm gonna let you at least try to guess the style. Well, you've already given away a little bit about it. You said cork, so that's already given me some ideas. Yeah, that's not giving me any ideas. Corks, <laughs> like what beers have corks? Yeah, good luck. Nah. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, wait a uh, this is a 5.9 ABV. Let me see if you, you at least give me the oh, style. 5.9 cork. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Easy, easy. I'm smelling um, like a lot, like I want to see malts on there. Like it's more, it's, it's kind of malty. Let me see if you can give me the style. Maybe some, some, some there's only one major adjunct in it. Let me see if you can get it. I doubt you're going to get it. But, I just uh, get like the malty smell on it. I'm not really getting all, not all that much else. Obviously the color is pretty dark. I would say probably a, what, a 15 maybe on the, uh, 15 to 20 on the uh, SMR, SRM? SRM. I would probably say 20. It's, 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 it's pretty dark. You know what? Oh, you know what it does smell like though. But, it, but, you, but you said the ABV is kind of low. It does kind of smell like a Doppelbach or a Bach or a Bach. Good drink okay. it. Cheers. No, no, okay. Pause <laughs> it and, and get ready to pick another beer uh, in in a second. Hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. It's very wait. It's very. It's bitter. Obviously, it's bitter. Uh, it's um. I might even say like uh. Infected, uh, possibly. Oh, I get that. I get that. I get Man, that. Man, actually, it's starting to come out a lot with the bitterness. I get. Right. I get possibly an infection. In this, I'm also getting uh, like a woodiness to it too. Let me see. Let me, let me try a little bit more. You're overthinking, you're overthinking it. Oh boy, overthinking it. Grapey and bitter. Grapey oh, and bitter. I'm not. I, I. I really don't have any idea. Okay. Let me pause it a second. I can tell you off the. Okay. Uh, off okay. the uh, no need to uh, have this yeah. on record. Yeah. All right. Let's keep on going with the, uh, we'll never get done with the show if we're still on, uh, if it bleeds. Um, so Barbara shows up with Jerome coincidentally. Like what, what are the odds they both show up at the same time at the, at the, uh, on the alley? Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're both here now. Like not just yeah. one of us, like now we have, you know, but, but, but Holly needs some backup to, to resolve this. <laughs> the plot demands it. The plot demands it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Chet shows up and smacks uh, Jerome with the brick and takes Barbara kind of hostage. Oh, uh, there, there is something we learn the about this. There is something we learn about the outsider. It's per, it's relatively fast and quick, which does make sense when we go to oh, the yeah. uh, the original outsider with that one scene with the uh, was the one cop, the one cop that winds up becoming like the like the the culprit. Remember when he's in the barn and like it, it gets him from behind real quick. Oh, so yeah. I, guess, I guess they're kind of like they're they're emphasizing the, the speed of the outsider. Um, so here's the one thing interesting about the, about the story up until this point, Chet, besides the bomb, obviously besides the bombing, Chet isn't much of an, an antagonist. This is where like, I think he, he, this is where he becomes truly like the villain of the story. Oh if, yeah. 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 Because yeah. he's more active in his villainy. Yeah. All <laughs> of a sudden. Yeah. Now he's like, ha ha ha. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to cut you with my knife now. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's the persona is, is brought. It is does pretty, change now. He's like yeah. he's like he's like this. The, the things he's the things he's saying are more like villainous now. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's kind of a it's kind of jarring and and kind of a, maybe inconsistent. I would say 
Yeah, or maybe, uh, or maybe, or maybe that's a Stephen King thing. It's like Pennywise, where Pennywise is all night nice, and then he's then he gets all like like evil after. Uh, and then in the elevator, he he transforms into uh, into George. I think is when he transforms into in the elevator in front of Barbara. And yeah, Barbara and, and that's and that's herself. where you get the reveal that it is, that it is in fact the the red worms from the outsider that are that are uh, and and they're taking the form of another uh, human creature. Danny, or any remember there were red worms from the outside. Oh yeah, she says it. I'm like, so I'm like, oh, oh, it's the outsider. In fact, in fact, in the end, she even mentions it when she goes down and looks for the for the body to see if to see if the worms are there. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. They get to the uh, they get to the the floor. Uh, there's a confrontation between Holly, Barbara, and George. Uh, and then Jerome, he got he gets smacked in the head. We practically dead. But oh he gets yeah, up, he gets up like six flights of stairs. <laughs> this is like a, yeah, this is like this face gets like like almost killed. Then he still has the gun, and it's like and it's Come like a, it's like what's that? What gosh, who am I thinking of? It's like Cipher, where he's still alive. Yeah. It's like you said, the plot demands it though. Yeah, it's a little silly that Jerome, who's practically yeah. dead, it's like he is, has the. Uh, I'm telling you, it's that Matrix scene with the who? Who's the guy I'm thinking of? The the uh, the the one that wasn't in the in the second movie. Dozer is it Dozer or Dozer. Uh, or is it Dozer? Uh, it's a younger guy, and he has like the brother, and he's like yeah. he calls him like a piece of ass, and it's like yeah, Cypher. One's Dozer and one's. Uh, I think it's the other one. I'm going to issue with my speakers here for some reason. Hmm. Okay. Um, you can hear me okay? No, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then, so, so then the so the elevator's programmed to go up to the top, and the doors open, and then she basically pushes uh, George out. Yeah. yeah. And Jerome catches her, so she doesn't get pulled in. I guess or momentum doesn't. That is, yeah, yeah. And then why is it? Where the other problem I had with the outsider, and which I did enjoy the book and I enjoyed the series, but the problem I had at the end is the same problem here. Why do they make up a story to hide the fact that this thing exists? Yeah. Well, the weird thing about this is there's no leftover body in this too. Like, I, and maybe that's what happens in the original one when they in the cavern. I, I don't even know if they retrieve the thing. But when the outsider dies, it's it it it's gone. It disappears. Like the the worms die if they don't get like another host. I assume. Yeah. So and we're kind of led to believe that we don't know. It's possible that there might have been somebody down there in the you know in the basement. We don't really know. But ultimately, nothing really happens. I, I think that there is a blurb that Chet's missing. Like and that's about <laughs> it. But like so like but then again, I guess he does show up at the place. Maybe maybe it's on film. But then they don't have the camera. The cameras aren't working. So it is kind of weird. The last known at the uh, last known place that shit showed up was like at the uh, Fighters Keepers. So I don't know. It's like, a, or is Al gonna be the next get the the next El Cuco? Maybe the worms got L. Oh, maybe yeah, because yeah. it's his basement <laughs> office, right? Maybe he's there. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I don't get the. Whole don't forget, thing. Holly is coming out next month. So I don't get the whole thing with uh, with why we need to get our story straight that you're a mug and, and Holly was shopping on the other side of town. Like, I don't understand why they just can't say, oh, hey, look, this is what happened. This also goes back to the therapist, too. Like, wait a minute, I can't, do I really need to tell my story even though, like, I, we, we all have uh, this story, like, already told? Like, we can't, shouldn't this be, like, a secret that we never tell anybody? And it's like, you know, like, wait a minute, I'm telling my therapist. It's okay. Like, he'll yeah, never but- tell anybody except for the people I, that I want him to tell everybody. It's like, Wait a minute! You're contradicting yourself. You're not supposed to tell anybody, but here you are telling your therapist, and he's telling everybody. Well, why keep it a secret, though? Like, I don't understand that part. Like, why? Oh, because she could be insane. Like, you know, because nobody believes in the. Uh, it's going to be like, oh, you're you need to, you're insane. 
Yeah, yeah, but even when 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 with the outsider and Ralph and all and Ralph and company, where people were dying and they have some type of evidence, why do they have to create concoct a story of it, the the well, the alien species or whatever it is doesn't exist? Why, why is there why is there cover? Because you need like you need the culprit, you need the you need the physical. Because if you don't, nah, gosh, I, I can't remember I how does it. how does Terry Maitland get out of that? Like I know in the end he gets cleared, but oh, is it because of the they blame the sheriff at the end? Not the I sheriff. The, uh, I, I, Terry, I, I can't even remember that. I don't know why they need to create a concoct a story of what happened to cover up uh, the existence of uh, of the, the species. But remember, it doesn't exist either, though. It, technically, it does not exist. For all we know, Chet just took off. You know, we you, you'll never find his body, and 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 then we know that Chet, the original one, he, if he existed, he probably existed what maybe 60, 70, 50, you know, eighty years ago. So he's long gone. So you know, because we don't even know, like if like I, we assume that this creature copies somebody. You know, he probably may, maybe like the thing he killed the creature, the original version. We don't even, we don't know really. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, Holly tells Barbara to go talk to Morton if she needs to. Um, she sends a text to Ralph, and then we get this epilogue of uh, the rest home with she was watching the judge uh, show with the uncle. Uh, and you know, I, here's the eerie thing though. So maybe this is maybe then I don't know if you got the same read on the eerie ending. Where the dad had the the uncle has Alzheimer's and it's and it's now and he has more dementia than at the beginning of the story so that he can't recognize anyone, yeah. but coherently oh, he says hello yeah. Holly. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, he? Yeah. Do you think he's an outsider too now? It, it, yeah, you know you're you're right because I was actually thinking about this earlier on too because they even mentioned earlier on how he saves one of the other patients. Is it possible he's already been infected by? Like, I think the, so. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I it's like so. wait a minute. Yeah, because because. I'm like thinking, wait a minute, has he already been like infected by the, you know, he's already I been think, taken over. Already, I think right? so. Think, think about the group home. There's death, death and anguish. Like every exactly. day. Exactly. Absolutely. It's a good Absolutely. feeding spot, right? Or, oh, oh or, well, that's it. That's for sure. That's it. Or it's another, or it's another one that maybe like, you know, we don't, we, you know, it's, it's possible. This might be, you're right. That might be like the next part of the, uh, hall. like, don't forget Holly is coming out the uh, next month. Think about this. She's killed two of these things now. Now, yeah, they might know who she is. Yeah, they might have like an instinct, like uh, like a predatorial, like enemy, like instinct now against her, or like a hive mind. It's a, it's a hive mind. It will. They they. She's killed two of these creatures. Now they want to go after her. She's she's riled up that she's riled them up, and now they're going to come riled after the her. hive up. Yeah. yeah. So what? It it was kind of odd where that's how it ends. Hello, Holly. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, now, now he it's recognizes Cucu. it. It's El Cuco. It's El Cuco yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, one, it's cognitive a, now. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those El Cucuis uh, that's going to come after her in the book. Well, I'm like assuming. I said, the book's coming out next month. So, in in fact, I don't know if you noticed this. There's actually like a like the first chapter of the of the Holly book. It's in the at the oh, end, no. so you can actually read that too to oh. see like. You know. uh, if that's if this is the case, I think that'd be pretty cool, but it probably isn't. <laughs> But then it's like they never realize that the, the more than the more there is, the more it can just keep going and going until she kills like the brain, like the like the leader brain. Like, like we need to go and like we need to get like the like the mother, like the uh, like the queen. I don't think you and I have the right to arbitrarily like exterminate them. Like wrong, <laughs> you know, watch us. Oh, all right. That that was a big uh, skip, I think, for me. Hmm. We still got three more stories in that book too. So. All right, what do we do? Uh, give me a pour. Give me an, uh, an agenda item. We doing uh, prime off, or we doing winning time, or doing the bear? Um, uh, winning. Well, we winning time. We kind of went over, so okay. we can just kind of, you know, 
Let's go. Let's save that to the end, time permitting. Then okay. Okay. So you want to do bear or justified or Degrassi? The bear. Uh, the oh, bear. I always want Degrassi. Degrassi. <laughs> that, because... that goes last. That goes last. <laughs> that goes last. You can do. You can do bear. You can do the bear. It's short. Thirty, 30 minutes. Okay, episode two called Hands. What do you got for a pour over there, sir? I have one of our old uh, favorites, the uh, Nightmare Brewings. Ooh. Yes, the Blood you, Eagle. You want to read the specs should, on that? Uh, I think it's like a 5% Goza. Let me see here if I can see this. Blood Eagle, Scandinavian-style sour ale with... Dijon, wait, pears? There was pears in Blood, in Blood Eagle? Yes. It's a different recipe? I don't know. Maybe different berries, hawthorn berries, which I do like, cloud berries, and tart cherries with strawberry and plum. Gosh. That sounds like a lot more, that sounds like a lot more fruit than the original version. Maybe it's one with the, maybe it's a, the base is Blood Eagle, then there's variants uh, with the okay. fruit adjuncts. This is like a fruit salad though, man. This is, I'm getting oh, all of my, yeah. this is 7.5%. This might be like a different version. I don't recall, I don't recall the original Blood Eagle being that high. Would you call this an Imperial Sour then? Oh yeah, is, absolutely. Is it that level? Yeah, absolutely. There, there is a lot of antioxidant fruit in here, man. This is, this is good for me. My doctor oh. would, uh, my doctor would agree that uh, this is good for me. Okay. <laughs> the, the doctor said I needed more fiber in my diet. I think this is what he meant. I think fiber, antioxidants, vitamins, like oh yeah, it's got everything in it. Well, that's why I always joke about like I'm like every time like a like a like I have like a heavily fruited beer, I go I'm having some fruits. Some, I'm saying I'm being healthy now. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's light in color, that's for sure. Of course, of course, when I do my my do like my larger pour and take a picture. I'm going to be listening to some, uh, you know, Viking metal as I, as I drink it. Is that, uh, what's the one band we did? Uh, Bathory? Bathory? Maybe Bathory, but probably like an Amin uh, Amarth type, uh, you know. Oh, there you I'm go. Going to probably put them. All right, here we go. Cheers. Was it? That's a lot of fruit in there. Wait, this, this, is, is, this is a Scandinavian sour. It, it's interesting because it, it almost had, Tastes like it has like a little salt in it, like a goza. It does taste. I do. I do get that. I definitely do get something salty in there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Is it maybe just like the tartness? I get this. Definitely get the strawberries and the plum and the cherries. I get all of that stuff in there. Of course, their artwork is high, highly. Uh, their torturous graphic. artwork. <laughs> their their metal torture artwork. <laughs> the blood eagle. You want to explain what that is to uh, people who don't know? I want to say it's like a well, you know, it's it's a Scandinavian. It's probably most associated with Vikings or whatnot. Or if you've ever seen the movie Midsummer, there's a scene in there where you where we see the Blood Eagle performed on one of the uh, the uh, the the uh, what is it the the visitors that come to the village. Yeah, it's basically it's having your I guess the spine the the back area cut open, ribs broken, and then your your lungs pulled out. Yeah, and then it's kind of splayed out like an eagle, and they're yes. still pumping, and you're still alive. So you're basically tortured alive. You're basically like spatchcocked. You know that that cooking term where you like spatchcock no, no, a chicken? No, no, no. <laughs> like what? Like huh? Yeah, spatch. I know. I know. It's an interesting term, yeah, way, uh, word. Uh, spatchcocking is when you cut the the spine. Kind of similar. We cut the spine out from a chicken and then you splay it out, so it's spread oh, out like like that. So it's kind of is similar. The chicken dead at this point, or is it <laughs> yeah, like? A, can you yeah. do that? like you can have it like better be dead. You're coming after you. Better be dead, or else I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. I, you know, you, you know, when you see people, you know, people do like fresh stuff. They, you know, they, you oh, know that's true. They're still alive when they do this. That is true. All right. Uh, speaking of food, the bear episode two hands. Um, yes. This has an interesting intro because we see Carmi um, having a flashback of his time in New York as a, oh yeah, he's getting the, yeah he's getting the what I called the uh, who's the guy that's always yelling at everybody the, Ramsey? Uh, Ramsey Ramsey he's getting the Gordon Ramsey <laughs> treatment like what's wrong with him? <laughs> uh, did you recognize the actor or no? I feel like I do, but I I, I couldn't place him. That's a dude from Community. That's his name, Joel. I know I don't see. I don't, yeah, but I don't watch Community. I don't watch Community. Yeah, I don't, He's a I don't dude that him. was on Talk Soup year, many years ago, I think, right? Wasn't I know Talk Soup. I know what that is, but uh, yeah, that wasn't it wasn't a show that I watched, but I know what it was. I think he was one of the hosts on it. So he's the he's the chef that's kind of breaking down uh, Carmi and telling him like you're no good at this and you should be dead and pretty much yeah. hurling uh, insults uh, at him. Uh, let's see. Then we see him at uh, at the the. Um, at the Mr. Beef place, doing some sandwiches, uh, cleaning the kitchen, uh, and then uh, his off time, he's even watching cooking shows. And then he has this weird, he has this weird dream where he's, I guess he's sleepwalking and cooking. Oh in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, the the kitchen thing. Initially, I thought that was actually part of the dream, but then we find out that he's got like the with the some the synamalist type thing. Going yes, on. is that because he 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 eats. He eats, yeah, yeah. Sleeps. It's become dreams. like a part of his like thing. It's become so ingrained in him. It's almost like peeing, where it's become like an ingrained in his his life and his body that it's just like a natural thing to go do. Start cooking stuff. You know, it's like it's like a rote action, as yeah. we would say back in the Bard's Tale days, where it's like a, where it's like he just keeps doing it over and over again. But I thought it was a dream where everything was burning down. So he's in the kitchen and he's trying to cook in, in his in the somnambulistic uh, state, if I can say that word. Yeah. Uh, he's cooking, but everything in everything's in boxes still, and it, the, the kitchen can't catches fire. Yeah. And then he wakes up and has to extinguish he extinguish the flames. Yeah. See, I just I just thought it was all a, a dream sequence. It's not till later on that we do find out that oh no, like I, it was actually burning up. Like, uh, let's see. Sid has a business proposal. She realizes that they're they're in trouble financially, and so she says, "Hey, I did some homework." Um, I, mean, I don't even think she's an employee at this point. She's kind of just like a like yeah. A isn't mentee. she like a what's it called? Uh, what's the other word like when somebody joins like a company but they do it for free? Intern. Like she's like an, an intern, kind of like an intern because yeah. obviously Carmi has the uh, the reputation. Exactly, the, uh, he can give her like a, what do you call it? A, a referral? Like oh, you know, I assume that's what she's there for, like experience yeah. and referral. So she she comes up with the business plan about how hey this is what you got to do this is the state of finances and we better do something different or else you. She also wants make- a salary too, so she does kind of like you know she's like I don't want this free. Give me some money. Yeah, I'm imagining no one's making a lot of money at this place. Well, either, no, by the way, no, 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 yeah, not, no, absolutely not. Uh, the Chicago Board of Health <laughs> arrives. This is, actually, this is actually a funny <laughs> series. It's, it's a funny scene because in fact. I, I don't even I don't know why I started laughing like when the when the reveal of the what the score is I started laughing when I saw that <laughs> because I was like thinking in my mind have you ever been to a place that has a rating of a C and I was like I don't think I've ever seen that before <laughs> and the, or the question is like would you go to a restaurant that has exactly a C? you would not go there maybe if you're a regular maybe and you never got sick going there. Right. I can't imagine anybody new. Let's let's just say I'm a visitor to Chicago, you know. And I would I go there? Heck, no, no. Uh, 
And so there's a hole in the wall. Um, there's some gas piping, plumbing, piping oh, issues. Also a good reveal scene too with the cigarettes. There's cigarettes that oh, are near yeah. like the the fire, which is actually a good reveal towards the end of the episode. Yeah, because uh, Carmi blames Richie for it. And yeah, she, yeah. She's like, you can't have the cigarettes here. They could catch fire. It'd be cross-contaminant, blah, blah, blah. So as a result of the hole and the cigarette, she gives them a C, <laughs> C. rating. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was, I was like laughing out loud, and I was like, nobody goes to a C player. That really is a deaf kneel to a, to a business. Uh, we get introduced to Jimmy Cicero, um, because Carmen's oh, yeah. talking to him about the business. That, I recognize the actor. He's been like in those movies, right? He's been like in those gangster movies before. Because I, I know the actor, but I, but I can't. I don't know his name, especially a lot of these guys. But I've seen him like in one of these gangster movies before, and he's kind of playing that in this. Like he's playing. Yeah. You assume he might be like a mafioso guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't recall him being in any mafia films, but I do know the actor, uh, oh, Platt, okay, yeah. Pl- Oliver Platt, I think, or something like that. Oh, okay, because yeah. I, I feel like I've seen him in a movie before playing, like, he may not have been like a main character, but he's like one of the guys <laughs> in the background, like, moving around. Uh, so we find out that he's lent uh, the brother $300,000. Yeah, and I'm like three, like three, like three hundred thousand dollars. Like, wait a minute, what's what was what was uh uh, uh Michael doing with that? Man? <laughs> and that's what Jim, that's what Jimmy says. Like, I gave him three hundred thousand dollars. Clearly, like, like he didn't was, put it into this place because it yeah, it this is a rat hole. This is like a rat hole. Like, what they, three? They know three hundred thousand invested in here. Uh, let's see. Say, did Richie go to the hardware store? Richie has this, this conversation with this kid on the phone. Um. Let's see. The sister says you need to go to counseling. Uh, and so there's that weird scene where Richie's cleaning up the the like the locker room area, and he finds oh, yeah. that letter ad- Which, addressed to Carmen. You say it's a letter. It's in, you know you know I'm trying I'm trying to be like detective on 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 the way it looks <laughs> the envelope. To me, it looks like a check in the in the because it's so thin. It's not like a thick you know. Typically, when you write a letter, it's like folded up a few times, oh, yeah. and it's like. But to me, it's super thin. I'm like, oh, it's got it might be a check for like money. But of course, we don't know in the second episode because it it's never revealed. But I'm thinking it looks like it might be a check. I mean, this is just my my theory. Even though it's addressed to the to the brother to uh, Carmi, I I'm like it looks like it might be a check. And so Richie, being kind of the jerk that he is, he just yeah. puts it back like uh, the best. Although left. it is kind of weird. Though. Although technically, technically, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't do like I thought for sure he was going to do what I thought he was going to do. Look at it and just you know because isn't that what you would your human oh. nature would, would tell you to do? Just no. to look at it. I thought he was going to just trash it and say like F oh, yeah. and trash it. I thought he was going to either burn it or he was going to read it, but he yeah. doesn't either. He actually, first he puts it on the tape on the desk of uh, Carmi, but then he just like, yeah, you know what? I'll let him find it. Cause that's, that's <laughs> what Michael wanted him to have. I thought it was actually kind of made sense. So Michael, apparently, really? or maybe Michael dropped it here. This is the way it's supposed to be. Like, you know, I, you know, you didn't think it was a dick. You didn't think it was a dick move. I really didn't. What? Had he, had he read it or burned it? Then I would have said, yeah. I thought he just put it back to the place that if some if some point, <laughs> Carmen will find it like he's supposed to. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, and then as uh, Carmi is in the middle of a shift, he goes outside to take a smoke, and then he realizes he doesn't oh, yeah. have his smokes. And then we have the the flashback to reveal that yeah. actually he was responsible for leaving the cigarettes on the stove that the 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 health uh, officer found. That is correct. Also, also, it's interesting. I was noticing when, you, when they're taking orders, they're just doing the regular deli orders. One, one of the more popular items was, was the mortadelle. 
Oh yeah, it's, uh, but it's like so I had to look it up to see what it was because like why is it so it's baloney? It's baloney. Is it really baloney? <laughs> it's pretty much. No, like it's like the yeah the the, the mortadella. It's a large Italian sausage or lunch meat made of finely hashed or ground meat cured pork. I don't. It actually sounds pretty good. I'm like it sounds good and things. So it does make sense why it's like you know it's baloney. It's so popular. Is it's it really baloney? baloney? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's baloney. It sounds bland. This actually I'm sounds like, good. I like baloney. How dare you? Don't knock baloney. Yeah, but yeah, baloney's bland though. It's what? Know. I love baloney. How dare you? This hat. Look at this. Has like black, like peppercorn. It has a uh, pistachio, <laughs> myrtle berries. It's got all kinds uh, of stuff going. You know, it sounds it's way fan- better. It's fancy baloney. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him. We're gonna get some huggies for the show next. Yeah, uh, make some uh, mortadella, <laughs> mortadella sandwiches. Uh, um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on this show? Yeah, it's it's good. I I like it. I, and I will say, this probably one of my favorite characters is the Richie character. I think I, I like really? Richie. I, I can relate to him. You know, I, you know, and even that scene where he's talking to his his daughter. It's like she think he says she's five years old. It's like. You realize that he's like a regular dude. He's just some yeah. regular guy. Like he's a friend, you know, Michael's friend, and uh, and he's you know he's he, he's been running this place for all this time when Carmi wasn't there. I like the character. And I even think that the Sid character starting to like obviously they're starting to like kind of like gel together too mm-hmm. now. Now that now that she drove him to the place, so yeah, I like I like the character. I like R- Richie might be my favorite character. On there. Wow, the yeah. Emmy nominated uh, character. Oh, don't there you go. See. Yeah, so the three the three are nominated for Emmys for season two. Carmi, oh, okay. Richie, and Sid are are Emmy oh, okay. noms, yeah. which definitely, of course I, I'm rooting for. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely, like I said, I can root for. I I like Richie. He's a normal guy, you know. It's he's like a regular dude, just like trying to get like, trying to get by. And obviously, he's got like a family, our next wife, and a, and a and a daughter. I don't know much. It's only the second episode, but. And you clearly see the insecurity coming up because Carmi, oh, yeah. you know, is a is a high level chef, and Sid's absolutely. A chef. Even, yeah, exactly. Like I kind of this young gun, this young punk who wasn't who wasn't even there for the, you know. Although we do find out though later, we do find out in this episode that my, uh, Carmi tells Richie, Michael didn't want me to come here, so it's like so it wasn't it wasn't my own choice. He didn't want me. Obviously, I'm assuming Michael wanted him to go. Oh, also in this episode, they confirmed what I had said in the first episode. Remember, I wasn't sure what happened to to uh, Michael in the first episode. Oh yeah, except for that one conversation where one of the one of the uh, workers tells him it, it was a dark time, and I told you that oh he either means he blew he either he killed he offed himself or he died of cancer, and I was right. We find out that he did kill himself, so I was so I was right. Uh, so we're gonna keep on going with this, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. short. I mean, yeah, and with ad free Hulu now, come on, that made a big difference, <laughs> right? Like it's like it's twenty it's twenty minutes shorter now. <laughs> oh. Well, that's like might be the five buck the 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 five bucks I spent the wisest. Every, yeah, uh, everything's literally like twenty minutes shorter. Yeah. Man, they do that on purpose, though. Man, they inundate yeah, you with those god awful commercials. Hulu to... is odd, is the worst. I can I can I can say this right. It's like it literally is. The, if you don't uh, if you don't put money down, of course they want you to get you know get put the money down. But they have so many intrusive commercials. And I'm talking when I say intrusive. I mean, like they know what phone you're using. Like they're like, <laughs> like you have like an like an like an you know an Android version. So like, how do how do you even know that? You're like on my TV. How do you know this? That was five bucks per month, well spent. Even if even if it's one beer less that I drink per month, it's like money oh, yeah. well spent. Yeah, it's only well, yeah, technically it's like it's, it's a beer. It's like it's a one beer less. You're right. Exactly. 
Uh, with Justified, I take it next. Yeah, Prime. Gosh, I, I thought there was one more episode of Prime Awful, but there's two more episodes. I was like, wait, well, oh, that was only six. This is uh, clearly getting uh, rough, rough as we the more we get into it. I, I don't even. Yeah, I'm starting to really believe that's AI. AI is is writing this. I don't even understand the point of it anymore. Like, I don't understand what, like, what the point of the show is. I've lost. I don't uh, know. It's lost yeah. focus. And, and there's also like a lot of exposition where people are just talking and it's just like rambling. And I'm like, what's like, why are they just talking? You know, get to the point. Yeah. There is so many sub stories that the main plot cannot move forward because we're exploring uh, Carolyn and the ex and now Raylan and Carolyn and Sweetie and Carolyn and Clement and, and the girlfriend. It's just, it was just, just tell in that stupid ledger that never that no one's ever doing anything with yeah. except for this episode. It's just like it's a mess. And I'm still it's waiting for the primeval. I'm still waiting for some <laughs> primeval. <laughs> like there's no primeval oh. in this. It's definitely a contrast between the original show. That this show, like it's nothing's nothing. We've seen this this is the fifth episode now, and nothing has really happened besides that first episode uh murder. Also, much. what happened to the Albanians? They just like mysteriously vanished <laughs> in this episode. Like they're yeah, gone. Well, like don't yeah, need them anymore. Yeah, and I don't understand how Clement and the girlfriend are still holding up in this uh, penthouse. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Did we come to the conclusion that that was paid by the by the boyfriend? Like, yeah, uh, we don't have no. Yeah, what's going on here? Why is she still there? You think you think they'd be gone somewhere? I hiding, hiding. Like, hold up, like yeah, hiding. exactly. <laughs> nope. He's still Clement, still in his underwear, just wandering around, <laughs> like in his tidy whities. It's literally him in that same like like wardrobe. We don't need any wardrobe have that. for the actor. I, I have that in my notes somewhere. <laughs> It's like, oh. like we don't need wardrobe. Just, just his underwear. That's all we need. Oh boy, you good? This is the episode called oh, yeah. you, "You Good." Uh, I, as much as I like the Raylan character, he's literally doing nothing in this whole series that that defines who Raylan Gibbons is. It's like give him something to do. Give him something to shoot. Give him something to hit. He's got to be doing yeah. something. Yeah, he's not really. Gosh, man, I wouldn't even say bring back the daughter because now it's got to the point where it's just like, <laughs> like, what's going on here? And it's funny because because oh. we, we called this last last episode where you go like oh he's gonna hook up with the lawyer like so so like right off the, right off the bat it's like he's hooked up with the lawyer it's like, oh yeah it's like we yeah then probably the only interesting thing is that him hooking up with the lawyer I think in this but whole but it's weird five though episodes. but it's but it's weird because now all of a sudden now I don't even know, I don't even know if I could say this now he's Easy. like now but he's like like now he's like he's like under her spell like now I'm like wait a oh, minute, yeah. this guy's like all in love now. Like, no, he's not in love he with her. He is. He is. No. What? Like the person happens is Jerome. He he walks out and Jerome comes over and he's like, "Hey, man, this is my like this is my territory." <laughs> no, he's not he saying is. that. Like, who are you again? Like, who are you? And Jerome's like, "Who are you?" They do have that peeing contest in the restaurant later on. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, I'm it's out. Like you guys, you guys talk about. Is the lawyer really? Oh gosh, maybe, maybe I, I I get it. It's 13 years after the first episode, and you know. I don't know, man. This is like, I, I just, I don't know. Raylan, is, is he that hard up now that he's just got like, he's just like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to, I need to have like, I need to get it on with somebody. And, yeah, well, he's does it, that it, a lawyer that, Yeah, I don't, man, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm just not buying it. I don't know. Uh, so he wakes up in her bed the morning after. Um, like you said, he meets the ex. Yeah, uh, Jerome. And then Clint, Is it Jerome? Clint, Wait a minute. I don't is know. This is like a. I don't know. Is it Jamal? Oh, Jamal. 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 I'm, th- I'm thinking of, I still got the outsider, the, uh, the, the, uh, if, if it bleeds. Uh, Clement and Marcus are meeting at the diner to look at the, the ledger and they're figuring out who's going to be the mark. Who, who are we going to squeeze? Yeah. And, and then they, they, they settle on Bert Dickey, who's played by that one guy 
Yeah, that comedian you see like in every in every, you know who he is, even though even though he's put on a little weight now and he got the beard, but you know he's that one skinny comedian, bald-headed guy you see on every every episode. Every you know, you know, it's you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, and kind of I guess a miscasting, I guess I would say, because you know him as that comedian guy. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like uh, Cross. Oh God, not is it this David guy. Cross, David Cross, something I think is his name. I don't even know what he's in, but you see him in everything. I assume he's also like a writer too. He probably writes for a lot. For sure. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, so they have the, the police officers getting the police forces getting the, the pressure to make an arrest uh, for the murdering of. Uh, Which is so bizarre because I know who did it. You know who did it. They know who did it. <laughs> but but apparently he's still wandering around. Oh. Nobody cares. It's like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, this is the fine logic. You're absolutely right. It's the fine logic. Everyone knows what's going on, and yet no one's doing anything yeah, to no, even yeah, pursue so a let, case. Let, let, yeah, and even when they they do try to follow them, they still can't follow them. It's like it's it's like with modern technology, we still can't follow them. Yeah, wouldn't you be surveilling him and Sweetie oh, yeah. at the diner when they hit the lender yeah. like they're having nah, out in the open reading it? No, like <laughs> Ray, Raylan's out messing around with the lawyer. He don't have time for that. Yeah, but it's not his case. It's not his case, really. He's it's it's the Detroit Police Department. That's it's true. Like, yeah, it's OCP. Like they're in yeah. There's only the like five. There's only five cops, though. Remember, Detroit Police Department only has five cops. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Um, where am I in this? Oh, so Sweetie calls uh, Bert Dickip and says, "Hey, we need to meet. We'll be, meet you at your house." Um, so Carolyn's still eyeing that uh, judge position and and meets a competitor for that uh, Diane for that chair, yeah. which is her friend actually. I believe that's her friend. She was in the one bar episode. With the, with the, oh, was that her? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, oh, okay. that's a friend. But, you know, they're friends, quote unquote. Unless you see an opening, and then you got to go for it. And so, so even Raylan's like, even Raylan's like, why can't we get this guy? And since we're all we're all out of ideas, why don't we find the guy who originally arrested him the for, for the first case, Raymond? Oh yeah, like a right like there's another random character that they pull out. <laughs> like uh, I'm lost. This is the most incompetent police yeah. force that I've ever seen. Yeah, let's on. get that random guy now. Just like a some random guy from the that we don't even know. Uh, so they go visit uh, Raymond's wife to see uh, if they can find out where he's at. Yeah. Um, and then uh, why does Clement send Raylan flowers? Yeah, the flowers. The initially the flowers. Yeah, I don't even remember because it says chicken fat, which is the, the what he was saying when he was at, oh, yeah. at the restaurant with the daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, that's right. He borrows the money from uh, from Sweetie, and then he he sends him the flowers. And, yeah, why send him the flowers? Why taunting? I have no the taunting idea. Doesn't make any sense. I think this is the AI. The AI is just coming up like, what would you do to taunt somebody? You know, I don't know. Uh, let's see. So Clement and Sweetie show up to Bert's for the extortion. Uh, and it's so weird. Like, did, we, did you notice anything odd in this scene? Did you notice there, there's an interesting scene where that one comedian tells like Sweetie about like something about like girl, like females. And then Sweetie goes, I don't like, like, no. Oh, and then yeah. you, I think at this point we realize that Sweetie's gay. I, I assume that he's telling him like, I'm gay. I don't know anything about women. You didn't notice that line in there? Where did that come from? No, there's a line where he mentions something about like women, like women, you know how they are. And then he's like, I don't, I don't know. No, and but then he was, the I comedian he was... goes, oh, and then he stops. He doesn't say it. And then I got the impression that, oh, oh okay. See, yeah. I didn't get that. I thought oh, no, no. Saying... I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, oh no. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. Sweetie's gay. I get it. I thought he was saying that because he's, he's saying the only reason why I'm in that ledger is because I, I, because I had bad judgment because of a woman. You know yeah. how that goes. Exactly, I thought, but I thought Sweetie's response was like, uh, "You let a woman like get one over on you. You're sneering." No, eating. see, my my thing uh, was I don't know because I don't I don't you know I don't mess around with women. So I thought that's the and then he goes, "Oh, 
And that's the comedian guy. He's like, oh, oh, see, I didn't get that, but okay. <laughs> like he's protected from that, so he doesn't have to worry about like that, you know. Uh, and then so then Sweetie tells Clement about that Miles Davis story, which goes on for way oh, too long. That's in my, in my notes. Like he has like a long, a long <laughs> conversation about this that goes nowhere because even Clemens tells him, hey, "What's the point?" Like, and was there a point? No, I'm just I just want to tell you the story. Yeah, what? I thought I thought it would have been funny. It was kind of stupid. Would have been funny if Clement would have said like, "Who's Miles Davis?" I thought would have oh, been a good punchline. No, but it would have been a good punchline. He knows the music. Yeah, yeah, uh, it would have been a good punchline. It's just like a long story. Like it basically, you know, don't get me wrong. I ramble. You know, I, Lord knows I ramble all the time. He's like for the. But if you're doing a movie and you're rambling like that, it's just so weird. Yeah, it's filler. It's filler. It's absolutely, absolutely. Um, so they, I think they're trying to get thirty grand from the guy, and they only they settle for ten grand. Um. Yeah. And they're just so the book works now. So it's like their own ATM yeah. machine, basically. It was meant to be a test, but but Clements is never satisfied. He always wants more. But it's that's primeval. That's, that sets up the final. <laughs> it's not primeval. That's just prime greedy. You know, but then it sets up like the final scene, which also is kind of weird too. I'm like, it's a weird scene in the end too with the with that same comedian guy. Yeah. Well, let me talk about that because wouldn't primeval be to take the painting and to kill him? And, oh, one thousand percent. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is he still alive? <laughs> like, like his head should be blown open like, and like it's, it's so bizarre because the, the, the way part of that scene too is we do we find out that when when uh the comedian guy the owner of this company i think his name is bert yes they, they, he gives him the the ten thousand. he sweetie gives him the little ledger with his name in there so now he's been cleared of any crime from this book i'm like okay so now I have the evidence. Why would I let you take, you know, I'm going to go to the cops and tell them you stole from me now that you stole my painting. Cause you don't have no evidence on me. In fact, if you do go with this book, it's going to be other people who are going to get in trouble. Not me. You gave me the evidence. I paid for 10,000. So I'm a little confused on why, why he lets him go in the end. And I'm like, you know, it's like, cause surely that comedian guy has got to like bust him. Right. Is that, is that going to be the joke in the end where they just bust him like on thievery at the end? I don't know, but what is, uh, what is prime evil? have to do with this uh with this show Nothing. zero there's zero <laughs> primeval in this zero <laughs> i'm waiting for like i'm just waiting for all kinds of like actual Chaos. primeval <laughs> just just violence for you know just for the sake of just being evil oh my gosh uh let's see clement and his tidy whities uh carolyn and and raylan go to dinner jamal shows up uh, and then Carolyn goes to Jamal's place at the end, yeah. and and it's another uh, weird scene too. It seems like he he's trying to reconcile, and she's almost falling for it. And then she sees other women's belongings. Yes, yeah, uh, casually sees like a purse there, and then some others. She goes in the bathroom, and then she does say that she pays off the lien. She's like, "I paid off the lien," and it's like, "Like we're done." But then, yeah, you're right. She's kind of following. He's just obviously she was, you know, she had a relationship before, so uh, you know, I I could kind of see how that goes, but. And then she sees like the 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 bag. So was she gonna like sleep with them? Like had he yes. like okay. Okay. maybe, uh, which maybe kind of takes away from like what Raylan's packing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> like Raylan's like in love already. Yeah. Like in love, <laughs> or lust yeah. at least. But, uh, let's see. So then, uh, so then she leaves uh, Jamal and goes to see Sweetie. Basically, she wants in on the. Oh yeah, the she's letter. in now. Yeah, yeah. Um and then again it's us all over the place. Raylan meets Raymond at the diner. yeah that random character that just pulled out from from the beginning of the show. And then uh, and then Raymond tells the story how he shot 
one of his kind of rival, his arch nemesis, then uh, he was unarmed. Which I'm yeah, assuming, I was like, oh yeah, shot him in cold blood. I don't like, oh yeah, just like yeah. randomly, like you know, we got to do, we got to do, do it to shot him in cold blood. I'm assuming <laughs> like, well, it's like, a foreshadowing of the showdown between Clement and Raylan. I'm assuming. I, I, I'm I I don't know. I mean, I thought I thought it was like a like like why is it t- like why would you even admit begin with? I mean, you know, like like how do I know I don't have like some like like uh, investigation on that from you know. Probably not really. It's not like statue, a plan. Statue limitation. Statue limitation probably. from like yeah. back from like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is. A, I'm not getting. I'm not feeling it. I don't get it. Nothing can happen in the next two episodes. I can. I'm still waiting for this. primeval. I'm waiting for for Clement <laughs> just to nuke everybody. Like. A, oh shoot. Like to release like a biological weapon or something to actual prime evil. Oh boy. Yeah, that's a rough one. Uh, let's go to. Let's get into the poor. First, yeah, my mouth is getting dry. And then uh, we'll go to Justified Episode 2, Riverbrook, is what this one is called. Um, what do you got over there? Okay. I got the Don't Tell Brian. There we Next. go. One of our one of our favorites, our local favorites. Yeah, I was just talking to Brian Rosso, who's uh, the name featured on this uh, on this uh, bottle at the Everywhere Anniversary. Ooh. Talking to Brian and Evan about this. Um, apparently, this is the most expensive beer that they make uh, for really? production costs. Oh, what yeah, about the barrel aged one that you had? We had recently. Uh, no, he said this is it. This is the most expensive beer they produce, and so, huh. um, it's so they weren't supposed to produce it. I guess I guess that's the whole. Don't tell Brian. Like we did oh, this, I or see, how much I how see. much we spent <laughs> and put in here. <laughs> I, that makes sense. Okay, I get it. That's uh, a funny story. It's an Imperial Banana, oh boy, Imperial Banana oh, yeah. Coconut yeah. Chocolate Vanilla Cupcake Stout. This is going to be pastry all the way, right? You smell it? Yeah. I can sm- I smell the banana, that's for sure. Banana Coconut Chocolate Vanilla Cupcake Stout. Oh boy, that's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering how this compares to that barrel-aged one we have. Is this a similar, is this, is this a barrel-aged version of this? Did we have I mean, a barrel? I, we, I don't even remember what we had. We had one maybe about a month ago that was the barrel-aged version. I think you got that from, uh, from, uh, gosh, is it a green cheek or one of the other? Cause I, I believe that one's a co- oh, was a collab one. Uh, okay, here we go. Cheers. Pros it. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Darn. Oh, you know what that tastes like? I'll tell you right <laughs> now what this tastes like. <laughs> actually, one of, actually one of my favorite, what I call ice creams. What's that? I am a big fan of the chocolate banana. The the, fr- uh, the frozen the, the frozen, frozen one. Yeah, the frozen chocolate. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's what that's that's what this tastes like. Oh wow, that is pretty tasty. What does it? Let me see the ABV on this. Probably probably around nine ten. What do you no, think? No, it's got to be higher than that. It's not barrel. It's not. This is a barrel age. Yeah, this doesn't mean it's not. Um, it's got to be higher. It's got to be at least eleven or twelve. Oh shoot, thirteen point one. Oh shoot. Okay. By volume, by Green Cheek hmm. Beer Company. Wow. Now, where'd you get this one at? Did you get this? Uh, uh, I bought this uh, at their anniversary at their oh. uh, the little okay. event they had uh, about a month ago. Okay, because this one's probably like an was this rebrewed or is this the original batch? Because I know no. did they have this like or was this new when they? Went? I believe it's new. Um, oh, okay. I don't have a year on it, but I'm assuming it's a it's a recent uh, release. Okay. Because I remember they released a, a pastry stout way back in the day, and it was like hard to get uh, back. Gosh, I don't know if you remember that. Like, I think this is, this is at the time I think we were still going down to Green Cheek, and they had like a they had a a, a pastry stout that they had released in bottles. <clears throat> I thought this was like a rebrew of that. 
let's see, Riverbrook. So, so this is the formula for this uh, this Justified series. It's this a, is so it's a procedural. Yeah. I'm thinking that Justified kind of might be like um, what's that one science fiction program I used to like? Uh, X Files. It's kind of like the X Files, where it's like the story of the week. It's like a different yes. thing, but they might all kind of be related in the end. Like there might be little things that are kind of leading up to something. Well, so there's the overall story with Boyd and Dewey, but then he gets like side quests, I guess you would say. Yeah. I also feel like he's picking up like uh, NPCs, like in the process. And this one, in this one, it's well, the one <laughs> he's, prior, he's, he's picking, picking he up, up Dewey. Oh, oh, non playable characters. Yeah, non playable characters. <laughs> like there's Dewey, he's like, he's taking them back. And then Dewey, and this one, he has like the, the coop guy. <laughs> That's funny. I, I, I will say that I did, I thought the, I, I will, I'll give my, my opinion right off the bat. Yeah. I, I like the first half of this episode. I like the Coop character. I like them, but then they kind of do him bad at the end of the, of the episode. <laughs> like this guy's like, he's a, he's like actually like a cool character. Like, Oh my man, he's, he's getting the drop on everybody. I thought they were going to say he's ex military or something. That's cause just cause of the way he acts. And then it's kind of like, nah, he's just some guy that, you know, and then, and then just like do him real bad in the episode. So I was like, ah, I like that guy, but it, they messed him up. Uh, we see Boyd recovering in jail. Because of the previous episode, yeah, yeah, uh, my my note is somehow Boyd Boyd survived that like that chest shot. Yeah, but then but this kind of explains again. Again, I'm, I'm almost Boyd. I don't know, watching man. it for the first time a, because a, a center mass shot with a nine millimeter, relatively close like that. You know, yes. just barely missing the heart. I don't but know. wait a second, Boyd tells him, "Did you miss on purpose?" Oh yeah, no, like no, no, just no, no, I just, yeah, I, I, just did, I was just but, off. But he did. Target. No, but I think he did miss on purpose. I, I don't I think, think so. I think he, uh, I, I don't. I think he was going for that center mass shot. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think he missed on purpose because that's his friend Boyd uh, Crowder. Although I technically, think. if he really wanted to put him out, he would have went like a uh, John Wick and you know to the to the the chest and then the, and then the head. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that too, or, or multiple shots to the chest. Yeah, because he uses an automatic. He doesn't use yeah. a semi-automatic. He doesn't use a. a, a it's kind of weird. He's like, if you're gonna do a western. Don't you want a revolver like to just to have like that kind of cool? It's slower, but still, you know. Uh, yeah, he could have l- l- fired off a couple of rounds if he wanted yeah. to. He'll, see, that's true. But he yeah, shot, yeah. but he shot to intentionally not no, kill him. You are right. You are right. Because yeah, have you ever seen like actual shootouts with people that have like semi-automatic weapons? Yeah, they fire a lot of rounds oh, yeah. real fast. Just like like you know, it's just like as fast as you can pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He only fires one round at him. Yeah, yeah. I think he intentionally did not want to kill him. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. So he's, he gets to transport Dewey, um, and he tries to escape. And of course, he has he hasn't learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Dewey. Uh, then Raylan beats him up, and then we get the the theme song going there. Um, mm. and then we get to the the side quest where there's a a, a convicts playing a gig. Yeah. They're in a band. The big house boys. Apparently, they allow convicts to go play for all these like social functions, I guess, gatherings and whatnot. Yes, but the, you um, know what's so funny? The funny thing about this is they look. They're dressed like the old school convicts <laughs> when they perform, <laughs> which is actually kind of. It's like it's cold blooded, but it's still like like I don't know. It kind of makes sense. So they dress them up because that's the costume for the show for the for the, ba- I, for I, the I band. I think it is. I think I think it's like hey, like it's you know still like dressing uh, up nice. Like hey, yeah. you guys have to wear tugs. No, no, no. We're gonna put you like in the chain gang outfits with the stripes. <laughs> uh, so they play the gig, but of course they escape, and uh, Raylan has to. Uh, and Raylan well, gets to call check him check him out. Two of them escape. There's like a dumber guy, and then there's Cooper. Those yeah. are the, those are those are the two that are gonna for, at least for the beginning part. And then we realize that Cooper's the mastermind. 
Yeah, so then Raylan goes to a gas station to go check it out because it looks iffy from the outside. Is that then, what happens? See, I was wondering. Yeah. I was wondering what's going on in this scene here. Like, he just stops at this gas station. Is it because the story demands it, or because he like he sees like the car? I, I was a little confused about. That. Yeah, I think he sees something, which I'm not sure what, but I think he yeah. sees something. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go check that out. Because although he, it doesn't really matter, because he gets like they get they get the drop I mean, on him. Yeah, they get the drop <laughs> on him. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. If I'm coming <laughs> in, I'm suspicious. Like, gun is out. Like, I'm coming. Yeah. You know, it's a little embarrassing, which is kind it's, of funny well, though. It's well, fun. I will say that the following scene after the day after is really funny with the <laughs> boss because he says something that's really cold blooded to him, and I was like, "Oh, he can't what does he say? What does he say?" He goes like, "He got your, you got your gun, he got your oh. guns, you got your hat, he you got your card." Like, oh, oh, did, did he rape you? Like, uh, <laughs> geez, did he say that? Is he really? Yeah, say yeah. That? Yeah, yeah that would that wouldn't fly. It's a little dated. That yeah, he goes, he goes, he goes. He didn't rape you, did he? Jeez, you can't say that. Now. Like they yeah, wouldn't fly but, now. <laughs> but it's but because of what happens, it does it does make you realize. Hey, you let somebody get the drop on you that bad? Yeah. Um. So this is where Cooper splits from the other convict guy. Yeah, and interesting. It's an interesting because we don't know much about Cooper other than he's obviously like a leader, like some kind of leader. I thought because the way he, what happens to him at the gas station and the way he handles Raylan so easily, yeah. he knows about the guns, take out both of your weapons, you know, and he's got the shotgun, he's got command of the shotgun yeah. and he's like, you know, kick it back here. And it's like, so I'm thinking he's got to be ex-military or he's like a fed. He's like, maybe he's like a, like a, like an operative, like, you know, maybe there's something going on in another, another story. Uh, he's a fed. He's way too advanced. And Raylan, either that or Raylan's just kind of, kind of not all that good. <laughs> What's going on here? In a Western, he would have been dead. In a Western. Uh, it, it is funny because Raylan's supposed to be this big shot. Yeah, he just shot like he gets, gets, yeah. yeah, that's pretty funny. Other Wait, than the guy being slightly, I think he's like 50. They go like, they go, oh, he's an old guy. He's only like 55. He's like, he's like an old guy. He's really only 55. So like, he's not this like mastermind guy. He just, he just, it's it's a really weird scene. Maybe that kind of leads to the like the like the arrogance though of Raylan, like the air of superiority yeah, that yeah. he has. That like, hey, how can I? Like, no one's gonna get the no one's gonna get the the jump that's, on me. That, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but in the other side story is Cooper knows his dad. There's a mention like, oh, I knew a, I knew a Arlo Givens. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, and then so there's a connection there with the dad. Um, let's see, Raylan. Gets and then also like also Raylan's ordered not to sleep with Ava. Like like, like he can't <laughs> sleep with her. Like good luck with that. Uh, uh, he gets his hat back and he's uh, he's uh, examining the Cooper case. It's a bank robbery. It's a, and it's really weird. The dude spent like what, like uh, how many years? Is he? He's been in prison for like years. fifteen years, and he's he's gonna get out in three months. And all of a sudden, he he runs. It's it's yeah. it's very bizarre. So I'm thinking, oh my god, it's gonna be something really epic and and grand. And it winds up being stupid. It's like, oh, he came up for that the the stupid. It's like, what's going on here, man? Come on. Uh, also, we we realize that maybe he took a a bum rap too because when oh, yeah. fleeing for oh, the yeah, bank yeah. robbery the the driver crashed and he was ejected that's and what killed. he got the year that's what he got the years for if the bank yeah. robbery itself would have been nothing it would so oh you're probably like a few years and you're out on probation but because he a, uh, one of the the guys died with you yeah it, now you now you're getting saddled with that and we find out that the guy just like he flew out the window he crashed the car and he flew out the window he basically the guy killed himself in a sense yes and uh and cooper has to take that time yeah uh, let's see. Winona's yelling at Raylan for the husband being all spooked out now about. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, I, I joked about it in the in the prior uh, show. Like, wait a minute, Raylan's Raylan's a creepy guy. He shows up <laughs> in the house, like you know, he's just sitting there. That is incredibly creepy. If, if anything's gonna make you like, if you're anti-gun, 
after that after that episode, you're buying yourself a gun now. You're that you're buying like a gun. We got all kinds of guns. Security surveillance. Oh yeah, I just, uh, exactly. I got security. I got guns. I got cameras. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. So then we, so they start, they, they're looking for the girlfriend, sure, or the wife, I think, Shirley, um, yeah, ex- at the trailer the park. Yeah. Uh, when she gets there, she's with the, uh, with the quote unquote, the cousin Dupree, which is pretty, yeah. <laughs> just pretty funny. Kind of a goofy guy too. This is why, this is, this is what kind of annoyed me about this, about the, the outcome of this. Cause this guy's like an annoying type guy. You didn't think it was funny though, that they're cousins and they're sleeping together and well, they joke about that. Like the the other the sniper guy, because the sniper guy, there's there's more backstory with the sniper guy. The sniper guy's, oh no, they're sleeping together. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute, like is this just because they're together? And you know, it's like well, it's one of those weird things we're just assuming. But yeah, but he he says, oh, they're sleeping together. Yeah, and then Cooper says, like, hey, you guys are sleeping together, and uh, and the guy goes, like, we're not, but we're not first cousins, so it's okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it, well, it, it's it's also a weird scene too because they Raylan and the sniper go there to uh, to uh, you know investigate and interrogate them, but for whatever reason, you know they're they're a ho- what's what's that word hospital hospital when you when you lost somebody. Yeah, yeah. They allow him into the place. Go, go and take a look around. But then Coop's like there. He's the, he is there. Yeah, like, it's a, we're timing. We're timing. Is it timing? Then we just like walks in the back or something. It, was, it yeah. is a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then Ava, Ava's in Raylan's hotel, and she's like, in Raylan tells her what you just said. Like, I, I can't sleep with you, Ava. Yeah. <laughs> she's just there waiting for him. Like, in a, it's almost like a plate. Like she's like on a plate platter waiting for him. Come Let on, me see. The, the times that has happened to me in my lifetime. Uh, like, zero, yeah, yeah, zero. Like, and walking into hotel and like <laughs> zero. Remember that girl that liked you, like in, in high school? Has that happened to me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure zero. <laughs> if it does, like it's like way after the fact. She's oh, yeah. I mean, Ava's still good. Like she's still hot. So that's yeah. Like, Let's see. Uh, also, the so Cooper and company are looking for the money now, and so um, they know where they're going. They he's counting off. Or he thinks he knows where they're going. Yes, he's counting off the number of houses from the school, uh, and then we get to the house that's vacant, and they start tearing it up, but they can't find the money. Um, and so since they can't find the money, Dupree, the cousin, says, "Okay, I guess Cooper's you're useless to us." But it's now. it's weird because Cooper's just like 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 de- de- uh, dejected, just sitting there. And the, the, I feel like the guy's smarter. Like they they do the character wrong. This guy's like a smarter guy who's on like he's like you know he knows what's going on. And then he just like, you know, his weapons are gone and now he just gets, and then he just gets shot. I'm like, what? This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like that, that goofy cousin takes him, like shoots him. Uh, and so now they realize that, Hey, there's more than one school in town. So yeah, perhaps- it's kind of weird. Cause that, wait, Coop couldn't figure this out. Like it's like, like the guy's, like he knows what's going on. And all of a sudden he just like doesn't forget. Oh yeah. There's the internet and you know, things, you know, and all this, you've been there for 15 years. I just, I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? How do you not know that beforehand? You should be, you should be investigating all this. So they get to the house, the, the real house where the stuff, uh, where the money's supposed to be buried. And you can tell cause the house is a, bit, a better looking house than anybody oh, else's yeah. house on the block. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you already know, you already know what the, uh, the outcome is going to be. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's an actual nice looking uh, house on the block. And so they break in and they tie up the occupants and they want the money. And what they find out is that the occupants had already yeah. found the money. And spent <laughs> of course. It. And spent it on everything from like cars to shoes to like breast implants, apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird because even the even at the initial scene with Coop, the house they go into, when they break open the bottom, it, it's like a basement area. 
So irregardless, somebody would have found the money anyway, had that been the house. So, so you know, wait, if this is the way the houses are built now, right. somebody's got had probably found the money in the other place. Uh, so Raylan and company show up and apparently that Gutterson guy you're talking about had some time in Kandahar and, uh, it's like an oh, expert yeah. sharpshooter, oh, yeah. a marksman yeah. guy. Now, that's also like a weird scene too, where he's like, Hey, like, Hey, like, 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 Hey, can you come out like a little bit from like away from the door? That <laughs> <laughs> just like stands there. All right. You just hold that position there. Like, like if you move now, you're going to get shot. <laughs> like, yeah, <wait."> pretty much. <laughs> and so, uh, so Dupree tells Shirley to turn off the lights and oh, yeah. she kind of turns them off momentarily and then turns them back on for Gutterson to take out uh, Dupree. Yeah. And then her logic is, well, he didn't have to kill my husband. And and now this is like his uh, payback. Yeah. Uh, but Cooper's still alive. And Coop's still alive. And once again, following the initial scene with Dewey and uh, Raylan, I, I assume yes. this is going to be like a reoccurring thing where Raylan's constantly uh, taking the, uh, the 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 suspects back to wherever they're supposed to transporting them. This is like the like the like a way of getting the, some more dialogue out of the character. Is that is that what's going to happen in like in part three? Like Coop will be he'll be driving no because he's taking Coop to the uh, prison cell or is he yeah. is he taking him delivering him somewhere? Oh, I don't I don't know. You won't see Coop again though. He's oh, not, he's see, that's too he's bad. Out. I like Coop. He's I wanted Coop to be like see, I wanted a, Coop to be like ex military no. so he could you know because he was actually like they do him bad. They they do the guy bad. It's episodic. They'll never see this. The only character you're gonna see. I wanted him to be like. I wanted him to be like an like an ex like nah. military like nah. CIA guy. And there's nope. a reason why he made Raylan look stupid early on. You know, one episode arc. That's oh, it. Oh no. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess now we can do Degrassi. <laughs> we're rolling. We're rolling on this. Let's see. We're at almost two hours. Uh, making Whoopi, which reminds me of the Newlywed Game. Can you say that? Like, is that like a for kids, these, remember these these are 14, 15 year old. Can you say making whoopee? They just 14 year olds say a lot worse than that. Let me tell you. That's true. That is but that. bear in mind though, this is you know, this is you know, this is a kid show. This and these are kid actors. These aren't adult actors playing kids. These are kids playing kids. Uh let's do another pour. What do we have right. left? We have the Martellus, I think, left, and the brewery. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. Let's go with the Probably with the jar, I guess the uh, the brewery. Okay, let me grab that. I, I want to say this is a highly rated beer, but you would probably I think it's a, this is a hoarder exclusive. If I'm oh, is mistaken, it? If I'm not mistaken, since I'm a hoarder now. Okay. This is called the Notorious Fig, Fig which I Papa is a a reference to the Notorious Big. Yes. Bourbon barreled aged ale with figs, plums, cinnamon, and Madagascar vanilla beans oh, at a fifteen point five percent alcohol boy. by That's volume. That's a brewery, brewery horsepower, and this is really it. Just popped the top, super caramel thick, and I believe this is a barley wine style, if I'm not mistaken. It just says ale, so you know, I don't know. I believe it's a barley wine style, though. If you're going to classify it, I think this is. I think this is. Want to say this is a highly rated uh, beer from them, but. What do I know? Sure. But it's a barley wine. Barley wines are typically don't tend to be highly rated. They're kind of like in the, you know, unless they're like the English style. It smells like a, like a sucra. That's probably their ale, right? It's <clears> their, <throat> their base ale for like the anniversary beers, probably. You think that's it or no? Mm, I'm not sure. All right. Here we go. I, Cheers. Pause it. Oh, wow. That is excellent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, 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 I'll tell you, 
I was actually a little put off by the fact that it has wow. actual figs in here. Because a lot of times when we, a lot of times when we drink like uh, barley wines or stouts, Oof. you get those dark fruits in there naturally from the malts. Yeah. But when you they actually added the dark fruits. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm like, oh, wait a second, that might be a little bit too much, but no, it actually works out pretty good. No, this is I gotta say this is excellent. Oh yeah, you definitely get that fig in there. I'm getting I'm having flashbacks. And you get the heat with the barrel, with the heat with the cinnamon and the yeah. vanilla. This is like, um, yeah, this is actually this is actually yeah, it was it's just way better than I was expecting. I was a little worried about that. Yeah, it's like a fig jam or a fig, fig compote. I need some uh, pancake. Put this on some pancakes or some vanilla ice cream or something like that. See, I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest fig fan, and I think this goes back to back when we were kids with those uh those that, those chain the chain of figs <laughs> the dried figs. <laughs> Fresh figs are fine, but the that chain was kind of nasty. Wow, this is pretty good. It is good. Yeah. And 15.5, nothing to sneeze at. Oh, no. Oh, by the way, the brewery's doing their uh, private barrel uh, party tomorrow. Uh-oh, is that the one where the... Uh, no, the, it's a, like a, it's a preview of the of the barrel, yeah. which, which yeah. is next month. I think the release is actually next month, Uh-oh. but it's a preview. So we'll have some more Bevon uh, Black Tuesday yeah. bottles to go oh. through. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, making whoopee. Everyone's trying to, everyone's wanting, wanting to get action in this uh, episode. Apparently everybody wants to get action. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So basically focuses around Arthur and his dad and the dad's new relationship with the girlfriend. Oh yeah. The, yeah. A story this is, of this. Also shocking, shocking scene in this too. Man, if we talk about the, cause these are kids. That scene where, where, where uh, Arthur walks in on her in the bed and they're both like naked in the bed, you know, Semi dude, she has a blanket on her, but is that not kind of shocking? I'm like, wait a minute, like that's kind of weird. It could let me tell you something, it could have been worse. They could have been, oh, no, in, no, they could have went, yeah, they could have went full. Oh, yeah, they could have been doing something, but it's yeah. still weird seeing, you know, I mean, it's I, I kind of realistic though. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm not saying this ever happened to me, but can you imagine that there are kids out there that have walked in on situations like this? I'm not going to say anything about that. Not, no, no, no. But, but you know what I'm I mean? not saying you anything about it. You know that there's kids out there that have walked in on this situation before. I will not confirm or deny that's ever happened in my household. I'm just going to tell you that right now. No, no, no way, no how, not touching oh, that one. Oh, also a side note on here. Do you know? Do, do you know? Did you notice the uh, jacket that Arthur's father was wearing? Nope. It's a sports sports team jacket. Oh, was it the Chicago Bulls or something like that? No, 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 no. Boston the Washington Redskins. Red Washington Redskins. Oh, see, I'm telling you. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not, you know. It's close. It's close to Canada. No, no, but that's funny because there's another scene later on in the next episode that, that goes against this. So it goes back. Is it the baseball reference? Like Toronto? There's a base, There's an episode with the baseball, but it's like the, like they, they reference like, like, Toronto uh, or Boston. Someone's no. wearing Boston. Someone's wearing like a Boston. Someone's rooting for like the Red Sox or the. You know, uh, but you know, I was thinking about this. There's no reason why the why Arthur's father can't be can't be wearing a Washington jacket. I mean, think about why? it. I mean, I mean, um, um, did we not watch the uh, the uh, the the Montreal Expos back in the day? There was a baseball. That's baseball. Were... That's different, though. The Canadian still... has their own football league. The Canada yeah, has their own our football hockey, league. Our that's hockey, different. That's you know? different. That's different because the football NHL has NHL has American and Canadian teams. Right. right. Baseball, baseball has, did too. Yeah, but football doesn't. Yeah, but it's still like a part no. of that though, where it's like, hey, if you're gonna watch some of the some of the sports no. that cross over, you don't think football, especially CFL, you know, they have the CFL. They have remember the CFL. I said <laughs> that that area is very relatively only what four or five hours away from America. It's literally right there. So, they you know. have the CFL, the Canadian. <laughs> football know, nobody League. watched that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on. Oh, let's see. There's a new we get introduced to Allison and she has her eyes oh, on yeah. Snake. And of course we know Snake. Oh is yeah. Still Allison's a girl that I mentioned in a prior episode. I go, I actually got her age wrong. I thought she was actually in the high school. She was an older girl in the high school. Uh-huh. She's actually one of the background members of the Degrassi for the last past year or two. So she her and her friend, they're like the two kind of like unspoken characters. And now she finally gets to have like her role now. Um, let's see. Kathleen and Melanie are still on the outs. Yeah, this is a good episode though with them. Uh, yeah, it is a very good episode with their uh, uh, yeah, hashing things out. Um, let's see. The dad's girlfriend Carol's asking Arthur about the school, about Squiz Day at school, and then this is where we see Arthur walking into the uh, yeah, the dad's bedroom when Carol's the, in her naked. This is a, this this episode's also a throwback to the Stephanie stuff. Because everything that was happening with Stephanie, Arthur's now getting this now. Uh, remember, oh, yeah. It's like, so now he's under, now he, I kind of feel like now he knows what the depression is of, of having your parent. Oh, yeah. Off, you know, so it's like now he's getting it now. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, Luke feels guilty about, uh, about um, Shane. Um, is he really feeling guilty about that? Is he worried he's going to get busted? I, see, I always feel <laughs> Luke, Luke's a guy that's, Luke's a guy that, I think he was more, more worried about his own self. Like, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, Manly is talking to herself in the mirror about liking Snake, and Kathleen oh, yeah. overhears her. Yeah. Um, which you think she was going to use against her, but winds up ultimately. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. You, yeah. Like, Mal, you're, 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 you're partnered up with Snake. And then Al, to Allison's chagrin, and she's like, what? What do you mean? Yes. So they're partnered up uh, with the tour guides. Um, Joey shows up with his mom and Caitlin. And the mom, the mom, oh, yeah, it's like a weird scene where like the mom's like, Oh, yeah, that's all oh, that's what you're talking about and dreaming about. And it's like, it's like, <laughs> like mom, <laughs> so that's the way that's why the sheets are the way they are. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's, she's literally saying all this weird stuff. It's like, What's don't see, don't talk about that. Don't say that. Uh, let's see. And then, uh, um, Melanie has that weird thing where she has the lipstick on, but like, she has the <laughs> lipstick on her teeth. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, she has lipstick on her teeth. And, yeah, which is uh, actually kind of funny because we know that Melanie's not like uh, she's. I don't know. I want to say she's sheltered, but she's not. She doesn't know anything about makeup, really. And so, uh, and oddly enough, Snake points out the fact that she. I mean, I normally I would just I wouldn't even mention it. You wouldn't even say anything. You would not. You don't say stuff about that. I mean, even no matter. Yeah, you don't. He points it out though. Oddly, I'm like, why would you point that out? We, we the audience see it. He should just be like, oh, okay, whatever. No, he yeah. points it out. I ain't saying anything. Yeah, you especially don't say, especially you if I don't like say her. That. That's like the zipper down. You don't. Nobody. Can you uh, imagine talking to a girl and she's, oh, your zipper's down in in high school or you know junior high. That'd be weird. So you don't say anything about that. So he he brings it to her attention, and she freaks out and runs away. Oh yeah, away. yeah, naturally, naturally, yeah. Uh, let's see. And then and then Arthur's dad pulls a stupid move by bringing the girlfriend to the yeah. I said the same on. thing. I'm supposed to have I'm supposed, I'm supposed to have empathy or sympathy for the uh, the for, for the Arthur's dad and the and the girlfriend. But I'm like, wait a minute. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah. that's parents' night. And Arthur points <laughs> it out. This is parents' night. She ain't my parent. <laughs> This isn't the, the bowling alley. Come on. So uh, he's talking crap, and then eventually the the girl. Oh, yeah. the girlfriend leaves. Arthur blows. He blow. He really blows up here. And then yeah. And I, I hate to say it, but I think I think I do the same thing if I'm in a situation. Yeah. It's like, dude. It's like you don't do that, Dad. It's like you're just you're making a game of it now. 
Well, and it's too soon. Like had they had they, you know, had the 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 girlfriend been introduced for a year or so, then yeah. it may be appropriate. But why was like, you would think after they... the trauma of seeing seeing you guys in bed together that you would you want to keep her away from my from me? <laughs> Does he tell the dad that I saw you guys in bed together? I don't remember. Well, he's no, he talks to him when he when he walks. He's all dad, like it's time, oh. and he's like <laughs> he looks at them. I think the the girl's still sleeping oh. though, oh. So, so she don't know probably. <laughs> Uh, and then it's because of that because of that fiasco the, the girlfriend dumps the dad oh yeah then she dumps him yeah and Arthur, Arthur feels bad about it I mean the he has, buyers, dad... he has what I call buyer's remorse where he's like wait a minute maybe <laughs> what maybe maybe I'm being a little too hard you know and, and the dad says hey I'm lonely and like you know and and Arthur's like but you got me but like but it's a special kind of dad lonely it's like you, you die like it's a it's a loneliness that oh, you yeah. can't help with the son. yeah like yeah like hey hey you know we're father son but I you know I you know I need to somebody else you know? I have needs I have needs I have needs son <laughs> yeah and we also find out that Mal and uh, um Mal Melanie uh, or Kathleen defends Mal and a, a second time around when they're when the uh, Allison and her friend are goofing on her. And then uh, Kathleen says, like, basically defends her and they make up. They're like, now they're back together again. They're like, hey. Uh, and then Snake asks uh, Melanie yeah. to the dance. Yeah. Yeah. And then Arthur's finally feels expresses more of that remorse uh, for her uh, having broken up the dad and the girlfriend. That's uh, the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get to a, probably one of the heavier episodes. Yeah, yeah, came, yeah. This is my, also also I say one of the more real, like probably arguably one of the more realistic episodes too. So yeah. I had to do some research and see how prominent the, the use of the N word is in, in Canada, and absolutely is prominently used in Canada. I thought well, it was like uh, I thought it was going to be like a is this America again or is it Canada? No, but this is also 1988 or 89. So you're also forgetting the the time period. You know, where where there, you know, where it was more freely uh, used. You know, even even here, it's you know, it was like uh, it was freely used. Um, and so and so, uh, we see BLT um, walking and bumping into a kid, and the kid yeah. uses uh, the N word with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, and it's not it's it's the N word. So so we've so we talked about this before. Like, oh, are, are they being are they being racist? And we kind of like it's like an ambivalent thing where you don't really know this time around. Well, you know, it's like, oh, he's being racist. Like, you know, because we've talked about this, but I don't think, you know, we talk about the teachers. Is is Mr. Radich being racist to you? Oh, is that, oh yeah. But yeah, so we you don't know what's going on in their heads. This, you know what's going on. Yeah. And so BLT ain't having it. And BLT's a big kid, too. He, oh, he's he, a big he, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to play Even around. though he's an underclassman, he's still a big dude. Yeah, so he uh, he and the kid get into it. Um and you were saying, I, I'm assuming this is what you said. What you were saying when, oh, yeah. when, when, when the when the girl, who's the girl's name? Michelle. When Michelle's picking up the books, someone says, "Hey, someone called him the N word." Yeah, exactly. And I was and like, "Wait a said, minute!" But she says, "She the says it. She yeah. repeats the word." Because, like I said, back in the day, because you know, I, you know, I can, you know, I can vouch for this. It, it's, it's, it wasn't, it wasn't like a forbidden word, and it was actually used more openly. What? Now, I'm like, you know, obviously, depending on who you're around. You know, you know where I went to school at too uh, back oh. in the day. So but it was used racially, but it was used it was used inappropriately though. The first time it is. The second time I think she's just saying she's just repeating of what she obviously she's repeating what she heard. So she's not right. saying it racially. And I was trying to figure out who who was saying this. I swear it sounds like one of the twins who's saying this. <laughs> like after I, I think it's one of the twins says it. Uh let's see. Spike needs a job for daycare. 
Oh yeah, this, uh, this also is, has this. This episode also has like a double. Uh, it's it's obviously it's about bigotry, bigotry and racism. Um, and it has a lot of side stories again. Snakes helping helping uh, wheels and math. That that um, actually goes back to the the last episode though. There's like a there's a scene there where where snakes talking to uh, wheels, and they're talking about math, and it carries on in this episode. Obviously, it's gonna it's like a continuation thing. Uh, BLT asked Michelle to go to the dance. She says yes. Um, oh, oh, oh! But you missed that one scene though, where he talks, where where BLT talks about where he says the word, where he tell, we tell Snake, Snake tells him, like, hey, like, hey, you should just, just let it go, man. And then BLT BLT tells Snake, yeah, you've never been called that before. Yeah, and he and he doesn't say that. He says the word. Yeah, and I'm like, he's right. It's like, yeah, he's right. Like Snake's kind of like you know, kind of pushing under the rug. It's like, yeah, BLT's actually right in this this scene for sure. Uh, let's see. And then Alexis, Alexis, oh, yeah. Alexis always, she, he, you always know that she's going to say the most uh, out, out there things. <laughs> yeah. He's a good dancer. He's a good at sports. He's good at, he's, I think he's good. At, yeah. He's good. At, yeah. He's good at basketball. Mm, what like, the heck? Yeah. And then Lucy's at the table too. Lucy's, yeah, Lucy's like, what you, like, what, like Lucy's that. a, that's pretty racist. Alexa. I don't think they, I, okay. Here's the thing. I don't think, they, you know, and it, I mean, more racial, they don't see Lucy as being black. We do find out that Lucy's half and half. Like, I think mm-hmm. this is the first time that she actually mentions that. It might yeah. be, but yeah. I don't think they see Lucy as even being black. So it's like, they don't, they're not thinking about that. Uh, let's see. So BLT and the girl work and Michelle work on the yearbook at the house. And then the parents come home and like, Oh, oh yeah. But you, know what? I, you know, I hate to say this, but isn't it, is it kind of weird how like there's these girls are inviting these guys over and like, there's never like parents there. I mean, I, mean, I hate to, as a parent, I think I'd be kind of a, I think I'd be weird and suspicious and annoyed too, though. You know, if it beside the fact of the race of the, if it's a dude, I'm gonna be like, whoa, 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 hold on here. That's that's what you do in high school, though. You or not? I guess high school. I didn't do it in middle school. In high school, like, hey, yeah. we need to work on that project. Like, I'm gonna go to your house. Oh, like, no, ab- no, no, absolutely, absolutely. But to be alone when your parents aren't there, come yeah, on, you know what's going what you on. Want. You know what's know. going on in the head. Yeah. That's what you want, though, at that age. <laughs> and, and you know, and you know, because you know the or what we grew up in. Like, we we're we're never bringing anyone to our house. <laughs> oh no, no. Well, well, let's take a step. What you mentioned. Yeah, well, elementary, obviously, we never had anybody. At junior high, you're right, because even in junior high, I never had anybody in my house. I had to, gosh, I don't even, I rarely even went to other people's house, unless they're around the block. I don't ever remember going to anybody's house outside of that, even even my friends, because a lot of my friends were, were from Southgate at the time, the junior high. I, I don't think I ever went down to any of their houses either. It wasn't oh. to high school. That's when I finally started going to the people's. Oh, no, I was going to houses, people's houses in middle school and high school all oh, the time. Oh, see, I didn't. Yeah, I, like I don't McBride, remember, remember I don't remember, remember doing that. McBride's house, I guess he's going to McBride's house all the time. You, maybe you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, and uh, Andy's house and, uh, let's see, middle school. My friend George's house. I see. Well, you yeah, had more freedom than I did because I never did. Yeah. Well, it's not that you couldn't go. You just didn't want to go. I just I didn't. Know. I was just I messing around with the kids in the neighborhood. That's kind of weird. Oh, and all I know is that uh, we, we, you know, we talk about how poor we grew up. <laughs> We're not even bringing anyone over to my, like in any action if I go to my house. Oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah. I like, I have like a, like a Bible preaching going, going on. <laughs> I brought a girl. It wasn't house. even that because, I mean, obviously, we, like you said, we're in poverty. So it's like, you couldn't really, you know, if you're going to go somewhere, you got to go to the place or, you know what, man, I think about it. I think I spent more time at the park. Well, like, yeah. you know, because that then I could talk to all the, the you know, whether it be female or males I knew, and then we could just get together. The park was the place to go to because I could talk to other females, whether school yeah. or the park. Not yeah, no, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody could come back to our neighborhood. 
Yeah, we're like the greaser. You're right. Like, yeah, and not to mention we also uh, did live away from there. We technically we weren't even supposed to be going to that school. <laughs> oh, let's yeah. be a, let's be a, you know. And you bring you bring up a good point because we grew up in L.A. and we were at Southgate. And we, so yeah. we were using a fake address. We exactly. Couldn't, we couldn't bring anyone to the house because then they would know where we lived at. And there was that. And bear in mind, that, we were not the only ones doing that. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody on that block, or the, what at least two blocks that we lived in, was doing the same thing. Everybody. Like Miguel and Manuel, like were they? Because they're all Yes, forty years ago. Stop <laughs> That's true. But isn't it weird? How every we all had that same weird thing. We need to go all go to. Well, that because, a, was that like a racial thing too? Like we don't want to go to the other. I don't even know what that what the junior high was. It, it was safety. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, you call it race, maybe, but it was safety. We weren't going to go to Drew Middle School because I was. Oh, about, was it Drew? Oh, Drew it was, was about a mile school. or two oh, uh, west okay. of where we were at. And then it was Jordan High School, which we weren't going to go to Jordan. Are you kidding me? See, I don't, see, I don't even know I mean, them. I just, all I knew is I, all I remember going, thinking was, hey, like, I guess like, Southgate was, oh, gosh, even, you know, it was like the promised land back in the day because we used to go yeah. there for Halloween as a kid. So we, it was kind of like the promised land. In we, the better yeah. neighborhood. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. We talk about the whole, like I was talking to my buddy Roel about the white flight from, you know, everyone oh, yeah. in LA went to Southgate, then they oh, yeah. went to Downey, and then they kept yeah. them like migrating, kept like the, the migratory like pattern. Chino, like the Inland Empire, <laughs> Fontana. Uh, no, Fontana that was is, always been, Fontana that is, was always white. That is true. I mean, you take a look at the migratory patterns of yeah. uh, of race back then. It, it's a pretty, it's pretty clear how all it is, yeah. wound up being. But there's no way we were going to go to Drew Middle School. We would have been, I, I would have been bullied and beat up regularly. Which is weird, but which, which is kind of weird because in elementary school, I don't ever remember facing any hassles in elementary school. Oh, I school. did. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, Only yeah. time I ever remember having anything go on in elementary school was outside of the school when we, when we used to sit there and play like catch with each other. I only remember like a, like a, I remember like one vivid in, incident we had when we were playing catch where some kid, uh, African American kid, was calling us like white mother effers, and I'm like. White, like, wait a second, like, what, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> we're not even white, like, but apparently, you know, that's the only time I ever remember anything happening in the actual school itself. I don't remember anything ever happening. Like, yep, uh, your, like your memory is is fading quickly. Something happened that I don't know about that no, get into because, a fight. No, because we had bullies down the street, they're a Hispanic family, literally, like, right with I had to walk by their house every day, and it was fear that I was gonna wait a get, minute. By uh, you mean, tell about the ones that lived across you from Manuel. Nope, 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 nope. I'm talking about on the way to school. That we lived on was it Fur? Oh, that, on that Fur Avenue. That. That when you want, could we live one block away from? Firestone. But I'm also older than you too, so that's that's possibly no. Why it, I, I no, it's interesting because they had a kid about my age and they had a kid about your age, and really, so it, yeah. And they were the one kid was like a like a neighborhood tyrant was the, the really? kid my age. Yeah, you remember? Oh, you have to give me the name off. I, I don't even remember. Don't even remember, don't remember name, but I think they were gang yeah. affiliated too, though. Oh um, shoot! I don't but no, we had that. bullies in the neighborhood. We had bullies at school. I thought you were talking about the ones that were across you from from Manuel's house. Don't remember there was like several kids. Yeah, there was like several kids. They weren't necessarily bullies, but they were definitely more aggressive kids. That's the only one that I remember. So that's why I, I thought that you, maybe you're talking about them. I was a slight kid too. Don't forget, I was tiny. Well, wait a minute, we used to walk <laughs> to that alley. So past their house, then if you're saying that every day we pass their house, and every day I feared that I was really? going to get beaten. Yeah, man, I don't remember them at all. Wow, yep. every single okay. day walking okay. to school, I used to have to walk right. on the other side of the street just so I could. Oh avoid, no, we always. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. I feel like that's why I did. Oh, sure. is that what? Oh, okay, okay. Because you know there was right. like abandoned like businesses on the other. Yeah, side there was of the there was the church, and then there was like the, the yeah. Yep. You're right. Yep. See, I always thought that was just quicker to get to the because nope. because uh, the the elementary was on the on the on nope. that left side. Nope. Huh. Nope. I did it for oh. fear. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I was a little kid. I was. And they must have left at some point or something because then why were we walking to the alleyway? That's, Probably in that jail. Would be the back of their house. Probably in jail. Because <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to the alleyway all the time. Probably. In like we would have been like afraid, like 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 we can't go to the alleyway. We got to go like to the like the Manuel's well, like like street. Well, we're, it was different if I was with you, because then we probably were with Manuel and Salvador and Miguel and those guys, Alfred and Robert. And no, Robert, Robert was a no. bully. Robert was a bully. I don't himself. think. Robert I don't think. I don't think we were all together at that time. In elementary school, we weren't together. It wasn't until like junior high that we started all to get together. No, and to coalesce into one unit. No, not Robert and Alfred. We used to hang out around with them regularly. I was in class. I had. I was in oh. uh, elementary yeah, school. Yeah, you know, class you are right. You are right. Because in sixth grade, I was just thinking about this. You're right. Because I did know Manuel and Miguel in in uh, elementary school. So yeah, I guess you're. Right. And Robert was Robert was vicious, man. That guy used to fight all the time. You remember that? <laughs> that's your friend. Kid. You're talking about your you're talking about your friend. He was younger. See, I was um, Robert uh, and Alfred. That's the old yeah, the older brother. Yes, yes. No, Robert used to throw down, man. He 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 was angry. <laughs> he was like, thank God he was our friend, or else I would have been pummeled by him. <laughs> that's funny. He, he used to beat up on Alfred all the time. I remember that. Oh, geez, yeah. You don't remember that? <laughs> no, no. You know, so, a, you know what's so funny is it's so funny because I because I actually had two friends named Al or Alfred, so 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 I was one of them was a Filipino guy and then Alfred the one that we knew was the Hispanic guy. Yeah, the, uh, the they lived in the corner uh, yep. from our house. But yep. I, had, I had another friend his name, who was a Filipino guy, and okay. um, yeah, that's in in a uh, in junior high. So so it's so funny because whenever I talk about Alfred, I was like kind of like mix them up. That's why I call him Al and then Alfred the uh, our the older friend. The um so yeah, it's kind of weird. But I, I don't remember too much about that. Maybe maybe I just block out a lot of the stuff, and I yeah. just don't want to remember. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Who yeah, it was like a quick. tangent of like. Uh, <laughs> oh. Spent like the forty minutes on a tangent of our childhood. This is therapy for us. Let's face it. Now, let's be transparent. I like reliving true. the old days to be uh, therapeutic. The PT try to get out that this PTSD. Uh, and all dissolved. all this is going into my caught in the middle script. So that's true. <laughs> Uh, so the parents come home and they're clearly not happy with BLT, but oh, yeah. but rightfully yeah. so though. It's a guy in the house; they're not there. She's unsupervised, and then yeah, the part, yeah. Part, and then a portion portion of it's yeah. the racial part. Of it. Initially, though, initially I'm giving them the the benefit of the doubt. I'm being oh, like, geez. okay, you know, I, I'm stunned seeing some you know some guy there. I'm st I'm stunned locked. But then you're right. Then we then we get more later on. Uh, let's see. So the parents say you can't go to the dance. She unless she uh, goes with her friends and not uh BLT. See, she, see that. See that also makes me think that it's like, oh, it's like I don't want you, you know, because you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna be like Spike if you if you go, you know. I'm thinking more along oh, that yeah. way. Go with your girlfriends, but that doesn't mean she can't hook up with the guy after. But still, it's like, eh, be safe. Go with some girls. Um, let's see. Spike goes into the interview, and her hair, her hair is extra spiky in this episode. By the way, <laughs> it has to be She's extra oh, okay. spiky. So, so we're talking. This also clear. This also confirms that I mentioned how Liz, her friend Liz has like the the skinhead haircut. She's wearing that. She's wearing the black flight jacket. Spike also has the green flight jacket, which, oh. which you know, I've I've had both both of the flight jackets, same the different colors, but Spike's jacket has the Canadian flag and the maple leaf. And I believe Liz's jacket has like the two tone uh, ska, like the like the you know the actual skinhead ska like thing. So, so I'm right. So I'm like so like my, all my theories are right about Liz. She is a skinhead girl. Uh, and so she goes to the interview, and then the guy just kind of goofs on. Oh her. yeah, he looks at her, and God, I was I was thinking about this back in the day when punks used to go get used to get like uh, like you know jobs. And I'm like, a lot of times though, being punk back in the day, you can you can get away with it. You can you can do your hair a different style. You don't have to have your hair that way. You know, you can you know you can put it down. I feel like Spike is a little bit kind of like, eh, it's like, hey, I'm gonna make a scene. Let's come in here. You know, <laughs> I can put my hair down. If, if that's the case, I really need a job. 
oh yeah, I can put my hair down. Is it really that big of a deal? It's not like a tattoo where it's there. Right. Know? Uh, yeah, and then like I said, it's extra spiky in this. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then the guy does exactly what you think is going to happen. He's like he, he basically just goofs on her and like, oh yeah, you think I'm going to hire you? Like you're just a punk, you know. Uh, and so Michelle talks to the parent to the mom again about uh, oh, BLT, yeah. and this is this where we get the reveal, it's like the re- actual the re- the real it's a, reveal. It's a weird logic because she the mom argues, which is positive. It's a stupid argument. It's a racist yeah. argument. Also, she bear says, in mind this is 1988 too, so this is not yeah. modern day sensibility where people have like you know nobody cares anymore. But this is like back in the day. So the mom says we're not racist. But since everybody else is racist, you can't. Yeah, we want to protect BLT. you. What? We want to protect you. So dumb. So that's such a racist art. Like such a racist art. You're, you're well, basically... well, well. Let's let's be honest though. Like the, the ultimate ink, the ultimate outcome is this. Michelle actually is like so, like so, like I don't yeah. care. Like you know. And that's how the episode ends. Like, uh, yeah, we're let's go. We're going. We're going to dance. So like, screw this. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, yeah. And, and and this is something I like about the um the, these that I feel like these like this last season or maybe like the last maybe seven, six seven eight episodes have more continuity and they're kind of following up on the on their prior stories, so you know it's, you know I mean not to give too much away there's more follow up to this so it's like so it's not like the, the end ah. these stories these stories are having more continuation to them, and that's our uh, Degrassi uh... yeah only two more episodes in in, in junior high. Uh, what do we have left? Uh, I got winning time. I got justified. Uh, justified. I think it's a winning time. time. I think we. Have to, yeah. Winning time is that it? The bear we did. If it bleeds, we did win. Yeah. Why, why do these shows seem like they're getting shorter? Are we, yeah, are we more we, concise. And not to mention, we did. We not to mention, we did forty minutes on our uh, on our own uh, life. Uh, you know what? You know, you know what I'm gonna say. I think since I wind up drinking less on the show these days, I'm more like focused, and I don't go off on as many tangents. Is that it? Oh, okay. Well, I don't. Well, okay. <laughs> You're not gonna talk about it. No, like, no, speak, no. Speak like, for yourself. Like speak. No, for we yourself. did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can get into a little bit more. Uh, one ring don't make a dynasty. You want to do the last uh, Mortalis uh, pour? Yeah. Let us. Me? Let us do that. Your favorite, I think this has got to be one of your top five breweries currently would be Mortalis, you think, or now? Um, I would say, I would say that, yeah. I mean, when it, well, at least when it comes to fruited sours. What do you got there? You want to do And also, honors? this is also a collab with one of our, another brewery that my friend knows, and that is Holmes. Oh, yeah, there you go. You want to yeah. read the specs on this? Oh, well, the specs are fruit, fruit, and more fruit. <laughs> Got pineapple, pink guava, papaya, peach, passion fruit, coconut, lime. Is coconut like twenty different fruits? What is coconut? Is that a fruit? Is it a nut? What is it? Coconut. (laughs) Got to be a fruit, right? I don't know. It's got to be a fruit. You know, you're right. It is a nutty though type of. This and this is a seven percent. And the name of the beer is Depths of Hydra. Oh, that is correct. Yeah. And it's a Mortalis Holmes uh, collab. That is correct. Holmes out of, uh, I believe, Detroit, or at least Michigan. I know they're from Michigan. Is this the ones that do smooch or no? That is correct. That's their side project. That is like the, uh, that's correct. Uh, Is there lactose in this or no? Ah, good question. I'm not sure. I I assume there is. I'm I'm giving it a roll, but it feels kind of tough. Did you crack it yet? Yeah, I did. Wow. 
This is uh, the doctor ordered this. I'm pretty sure fiber, <laughs> like fruits. Like John, you need more fruits. John, who's John? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What the hell's that? <laughs> like in, 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 in the middle, you're John. I don't care. Wait, I do. Have you ever called me Leonard? <laughs> never, never, and I never, and I never will. What's wrong with you? How dare you? I never will. Jeez. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, I, you know, it's funny because as a kid, I always hated Gregory. It was always Greg. Everybody called me Greg. Anybody, like, anybody that did not call me Greg, I was, I started to despise them. Mostly relatives who would do that would call me Gregory. Then I don't know. Now I actually like. It. I prefer it now. Uh, okay, here we go. Cheers. Pause it. Ooh, guava on this. You get the guava on the nose. We always joke about this. That guava is extremely pungent. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on here. I get the guava. I get the pineapple. I get the peach. I get the acidity from the lime. Man, that's a lot of fruits, man. You, you, if you could guess all these fruits just by drinking it, <laughs> no you way. are amazing. It's like eight of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, get the lime do, though. Definitely get the lime. We should do that. End. We should do that. We gotta, we gotta. Expand there is no our way. Trivia. I probably get two. I get two. I get the it's lime okay. and the papaya. That'd Not be the good. papaya. That'd, the, the guava. The guava. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We've Let's had the, we've had that fresh papaya and it was awful. So like, <laughs> I don't want fresh papaya. <laughs> Uh, let's see if we can get into this uh, winning time a little bit more uh, in depth. Um, let's see. I like uh, it. Cue, uh, cue the music. Uh, you might want to cue that. Oh, do I have music here? <laughs> I oh, believe yeah. I, I'm looking right at it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Quit yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime. There we go. The late Prince. So we see this is 1984, game right. one of the finals, and it's the Lakers versus the Celtics. Uh, we see Kareem Worthy and Magic, and they have just won game one in the gardens. Yeah, and that sets up this, the song and the singing. It's, it's, it's actually really good. And so did we see Jerry Buss. We see all the players back, uh, all the characters back. Oh, well, we also see new We see new characters. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, we see, like, the new guys. We don't know them yet because they haven't been introduced, but but we know them. Like, I know them. You know them. Worthy. Oh, yeah. So, so they they take game one in the and garden. And Boston ain't having crazy. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny, though? You don't get any racial epithets. I was expecting, like, racial, like, epithets. But then you realize there's a side story that's that Red, like, Red had put, like, oh, yeah. an all, like, black team together. Yeah. So, apparently, so Boston's actually, they you know, they're prepared for this. So, you don't hear any racism. Yeah, it's, it's at just the all, forefront of that. Yeah. LA, it's basically LA. Like, we're like, we want to kill you, LA. <laughs> so, they got to get the, I put the, my notices, Lakers get the F out of Dodge. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the funniest things, though, is they get into the white, they get into the white bus. <laughs> it's like actual name of company, white bus. <laughs> uh, we see, we see it, Riley, uh, with the slick back hair. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, and he's giving them the, the speech. Um, oh, yeah. we, we don't want another ring. We want theirs. We want their F in hearts. Yeah. And and that's literally that's the rise of the Lakers. The Lakers had that seventy nine victory, great victory, but then they kind of went stagnant. And I guess we're kind of seeing this now in the series where they're going to go stagnant and they're going to be like, yeah. And then eighty four is when the rise of the Lakers come. I believe that's called flaccid, if I'm not mistaken. True. True. Yeah. <laughs> the mojo, the mojo goes flaccid. If I think is <laughs> yeah. the correct phrasing. 
Uh, and then, so this is going to be a weird season. And I kind of did a little bit of reading, not too much on it. So we're okay. going to go four years earlier. So this right. is this is 1984. We're going to go back to the summer of 1980. Uh, all magic all the time. And so it's basically him in in advertisements and him and women. Basically, the whole the whole thing. And that's what they play Olivia Olivia Newton John's great song. Like we have to believe. It's it's, it's so I perfect. I love that song. I love that song. Um, the, the so he has the lawsuit, the parental lawsuit uh, yeah. coming. Do, do yeah, we find, find out that out? Magic has a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about the payout, uh, and then they also are talking about doing uh television deals because don't forget, I think the Lakers were at the forefront of bringing NBA to television, right? I think we saw. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They mentioned that too. Like, hey, like ESPN's like starting up. Like, hey, we need to bring them out. Um, Red talks about getting Mikhail and Parrish, which of course oh, we know. That, you know, so you know that that little the little thing like, uh oh, like that. <laughs> that's like because you know those guys like those guys started like they they killed the Lakers. Yeah, uh, Frankenstein, I believe was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like Kevin Mikhail and Parrish were those guys were like the twin towers, man. Yeah. They just like they just destroyed everything. Uh, let's see, Red and Bus trade some gaffes. Um, oh, also, gosh, I forgot they play girls on film when that when they're doing that party. Oh, yeah, scene. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, Westhead is back. Uh, and apparently, he's the one that's going to introduce the moose to uh, Riley, the the hair gel to Riley, <laughs> like the moose. <laughs> I, I, I was like, wait a minute, though. Riley didn't wear moose. He had like a like pomade. He wasn't. That's not moose. Uh, let's see. So they're talking about like, what, if you're eliminated early in the playoffs, it actually gives them an advantage the following year because they're, while well, you're going through the playoffs, oh, yeah. these guys yeah. are setting tape on you. Absolutely. So the, yeah. You're planning, you're planning the, you know, you're playing, supposedly you're playing for the next, uh, your next attack. Yes. Uh, let's see. So magic, magic is constantly trying to take leadership of the team and trying to like, kind of push the cap out, uh, in oh, the yeah. process. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. So, so, so magic saying, Hey, we should, we need to talk to cap and say, you know, uh, we're going to, we should all talk to them together and all those guys. It's always like, funny. Yeah. Th- those scenes where they talk about that are always funny. Cause they're kind of like, yeah, yeah. But then when it comes to time, <laughs> like, no, like, Oh man, I ain't doing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they all like, they all start bailing on magic. Every time I see Cap with the civilians, I always think of Game of Death for some reason. Oh yeah, oh, but he has that. But he literally, he's literally wearing the Game of Death outfit though. I'm just sitting here like I'm, I'm, I'm imagining him sitting at like a Kimbo and that like, the, and then getting up. Oh, love that, love that. You know, the, I, I, we can't say I can't say enough. The casting on this is exceptional, oh, yeah. man. It is. That, yeah. that guy playing Cap is a is a genius. Remember we talked oh, yeah. about him last year. He's like a doctorate at a at a university, like at Stanford or something like that. Is it, isn't the actual Kareem the same way though? Because I know Kareem's a UCLA guy. But isn't he, yeah. isn't he, doesn't he have a bunch of like doctorates too? Yeah, super cerebral. Uh, the real uh, Kareem and then the actor playing uh, playing yeah. uh, Cap. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do Kareem, so we find out Kareem's wife is pregnant and it kind of mm-hmm. parallels uh, uh, Magic's uh, uh, paternity uh, suit that's going on. So we see one in. Magic doesn't want to have anything to do with it. And then we see the other side, Kareem's like enthusiastic about welcoming another child. And I think yeah, you another, mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. At, at this at this point in his life, this was uh, Kareem's fourth child. He had already had three three kids with his prior wife. So for him, it was already like, eh, because bear in mind, he is older too. So but it's like, yeah, you know. 
And, 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 and I, I do get Magic's point of view on this. He's a, he's the new hot, you know, hot thing. Everybody's into him. Kind of, you know, kind of a you know, celebrity. He's a celebrity, you know. A lot of, you know, he's young. I, I get where he's coming from, where Kareem's already like an older guy, almost on his way out. He's got, this is his fourth kid. It's no big deal. Uh, then we find out more what you said. Red was the first one to put an all-black team on the court oh, yeah. in Boston. Yeah. He's a quote-unquote a civil rights hero. Yeah, and then ultimately he wants to put the best team together on the floor, regardless because he right. wants it's a business. He wants to make money. He wants to win. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Then they get this whole. Then Bus gets this whole thing about hey, we need to lock all these guys down before free yeah. agents. Yeah, I think he even mentioned that like Cooper's getting like twenty or twenty or thirty thousand a year at a zero. <laughs> And they're like, what? Like, huh? <laughs> it, 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 wanted, wait a minute. It, it did wind up being genius, though, because Cooper's what you know, Cooper's the guy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. We, we, oh, all yeah, know, yeah. we all know oh, yeah. uh, Cooper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that for this outside three point shot, clutch shooter, man. From Absolutely. Absolutely. And so uh, they're saying, you know, debt is good. We need to fill the forum with new sports. We need to get investors. And so he's looking to Jeannie and the two brothers to uh, to try to contribute to this, even though we know that the brothers are idiots. Yeah. Or, or at least they're not businessmen. They don't care about that. I think one's in a band, a failing band, and the other one's like a jockey. He wants to be a, that like is a correct. Jockey. There, he's in, or, or either that, or he's going to the. He likes going to the racetracks. And, yeah. uh, let's see. Cookie's still uh, pondering uh, over uh, magic. While she's yeah, there's also boyfriend. that's like a weird scene to like a weird yeah. like fantasy scene where she's in the room with the current boyfriend and then magic's in the bed. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey, you're still thinking about me. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird sequence. It is a weird scene, but it, but yeah, hey, hey, I can't say that I don't, you know, have like, you know, think about like older, you know, flames or whatnot. So I'm, I, I get it. Um, so they're in practice and everyone's slowing down for cap, and so they finally say, oh, yeah. uh, so Wesley probably finally says, hey, let's uh, let's stop. And Magic's like, hey, we want to, we want to go for a run. We better keep on going at it. And uh, Cap says, "Yeah, let's keep on going. Uh, let's let's go." Uh, and he runs with a B team, and that's where then him and Magic get into that scrap. And then I'm assuming he gets his eye messed up, and I'm assuming this is where the goggles come into play. Oh, now. is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Wait a minute, <laughs> is that where the go? No, I, I want to say that 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 can't be where that it comes from, but it, maybe it is. Like it's like a precursor it to, to the goggles. It has to be. The yeah. the iconic. Uh, go- you're right because he doesn't have the goggles yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the you're right. The iconic the iconic uh, goggle with the uh, the tight thing in the back. The, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. And anyway, so once we find so once Wes finds out that all these guys are getting money, he gets upset, man. He's oh, like, yeah. hey, uh, he's like, hey, um, why don't you? I'm, I'm I'll suit up. Like I, I only made uh, yeah, I'll go out there. In my career, I'm good for <laughs> yeah. I'm good for I'm good for ten points a game. <laughs> <laughs> suit me up right now. Yeah. Um, hey, has, but, that is that's happened before. Has like coach having coaches come off the bench and played for teams before? I, I feel like I've seen that like in baseball, like before. Oh yeah, for sure. With uh, who was the uh, the coach for Manny Moda? Yeah. He would come off the. Is bench it Manny Moda like, that used what? to do that? I think so. No, <laughs> like I think you're right. I think Manny Moda. He was like one of those old guys, and he'd come out like <laughs> Manny Moda's like Vince Scully, Manny, Manny, Yeah, Manny Moda's coming in to pinch hit. It happened. It happened on rare occasion. Hey, um, if the contract contract allows it, why not? Let's see. Buss's ex is is uh, chastising Buss about not knowing anything about the kids and not not signing off on any more uh, loans. 
we find yeah, magic. I hear a complaint that the, that the teammates make about the real teammates make about the portrayal oh. of magic because they make him seem like he's he's having sex with everybody. Well, you know, this, you know uh, what this also comes from too, though. This is this is this is a product too of what hap- will happen to him in the future. You know, like uh, you know, you know, magic was probably promiscuous. I mean, I assume you know he might be. Now, bear in mind, I don't know how I'd feel about this having a fictional random triist with somebody, which I'm, I'm sure they're doing in this. It's in, but would that be a bad thing? I'm thinking of if they made a movie about me and they're doing this, and I never know, I don't know this person. I look at the screen, I'm watching me having sex with somebody. <laughs> will I feel? Would I feel bad about that? I don't. I don't know if I will. So I'm like, I don't know. So he, we find out he's having sex with one of the consultant, one of the Is consultants. Oh no! But, oh yeah, the, the I thought it was like a lawyer slash management or handler. Yeah. I know he has like yeah, a the, guy, handler. The, the, the handler. Yeah, the handler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think my note is basically Magic's having sex with everybody. Pretty much. Uh, Bus. So Bus is trying to buy the kids love. He buys Jeannie a tennis club. He buys the uh the kid uh uh, a horse. Tells the kid to go buy horses, and then buys a soccer club so that the kid can play his music during during like (laughs) intermission. Everybody's getting a professional team, (laughs) so you can so you can you can get people to invest into the team. They can we can make money. And then you can get and then so you can borrow money from the bank on these new endeavors. So yeah. to, to fund the Laker, the Laker organization. Yeah, so. it's meant to all come back to the organization. What <laughs> what we your, these endeavors I'm giving you will allow us to start funding for the Lakers. Uh Cap has this kid and tells shows everyone the pictures and uh and so Magic's having that guilty conscience of like he's not gonna be involved in his kid's right. life. Right. Um let's see. Do 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 and then, uh, then magic gets injured, which I don't remember happening. <laughs> I remember, I see, I remember this. I remember this happened, and I remember being depressed when this happened because I was thinking, "Oh, the Lakers are." Because you know, when we were kids, we loved this. We were like, we were yeah. there. There was the Dodgers, there was the Lakers, and we were there for this. So when this happened, I remember being like, "It's over, it's over, it's over, man! Like game over." Uh, so he's going to be out, and so as a result, the Paul Paul West had it comes up with the system, which <laughs> like what do you call it? It's the system. Oh uh, boy! And so we talked about this oh. a little bit before, oh. where it's basically high frequency oh, yeah. shots will give you more points, even yeah. though you're shooting at a lower percentage. Right. The 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 scene prior though, when you talk about magic being promiscuous, he's he's there's a scene where it's a pretty kind of extended scene that really doesn't need to be there. Where he's having sex with a it's like a random it's a random woman actually, and he's watching the Laker yeah. game, and and then all of a sudden he starts talking to something. Did you think he was talking? And I was like, wait a minute, are they gonna copy the scene from that uh, the the Motley Hulu. Crew movie? <laughs> yeah, what was it? Was it the Tommy Tom Lee? And, like Tom yeah. and Pam, Tommy. But and instead, Pam. he talks to his knee, and it's telling. It's like his conch. <laughs> but I was like, wait a minute, did they really? You know, they were thinking about that. And so then we talk about the basically kind of the 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 precursor to the run and gun offense. Oh yeah, the running gun. Absolutely. As soon as you get the yeah. ball, shoot it. These are the spots you're most successful in. As soon as you get the ball, get to your spot, shoot it up. Right. And uh, you'll have a lower shooting percentage, but you'll get more shots. Therefore, we'll just score more points. Uh, and then so the parents are very involved in this whole paternity thing. Oh, yeah. They're they're really kind of slapping magic around about not being able to keep it in his pants, and you need to do the right thing and be and be uh, a dad to this kid. There, there is an interesting t- scene too. When he talks to Cookie about this whole thing, and she tells him like, "What you know, what what's what's wrong with you?" And he's like, "I I can't you know I I don't know I'm stupid. I don't you know I I don't know what a condom is. I just, you know." <laughs> 
<laughs> but they don't fit. Like they don't fit. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> are that too? It's like yeah. It's a, it's like a. But he at least he admits it. Like I admit it. You know. Now I'm not saying the real magic did that. The TV magic. Yeah, uh, we see the scene with uh, Jerry Buss and the family playing Monopoly, and then they get into that big whole argument. Oh yeah. About, uh, yeah. about uh, he know, finally blows up and how useless they are. The, at least the one son. He's kind of pointing out the one son as opposed to the other one. But you really you realize it's probably both of them he's talking about. Uh, then Magic's mom goes and talks to Cookie about like, hey, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta get this kid. Yeah, yeah, that is a weird scene. Isn't Cookie's? Oh wait, see, I, see, I was confusing. There's also like another scene after the father, the one that's like the handler, the other handler. Yeah, that's another girlfriend, right? That's yes. the other girlfriend's. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, and so then, then Magic's mom says, hey. My husband had kid, had another family too. Oh yeah, which we find yeah. out about, which we yeah. didn't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He, so Magic winds up calling Cookie, and then Cook's, Cookie's just like, "Hey, you got you got another girl pregnant? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, that's here? what I'm saying. It's like, wait a minute, dude. You, come on, man. <laughs> uh, and then so that guilt trip finally, with all the guilt trips he's getting, he finally trying to tries to take up the ownership of being a, a father to this yeah. uh, Andre, I think is a kid. And we name. do find historic. We do find that if we go back in history, that he did father a kid. But, but, and you know, obviously this kid's a part of his organization now. So obviously, t- obviously, he took care of him. Good. Uh, let's see. So then, uh, Westhead's kind of differentiating between, hey, you know, you can't win if you just have a couple of stars. The team needs to be the star. And uh, and so uh, with we got to use the system. The system's got to work, and of course the system does. System work. is working. Yeah, it's like it actually is working. <laughs> uh, let's see. The uh, dad fires the the consultant or the the uh, the, the handler. The handler. Around. I call him the handler, who is the father of one of the ex girlfriends. That's correct. Who doesn't who doesn't care about the daughter? He just wants to be a part of the get the money. Right. And wasn't she pregnant? She was pregnant too, right? Or was no? she pregnant too? I thought it was no, she was I don't, pregnant too. I don't now. think so. I think she was just no. a girlfriend and he dumps her before before that can happen. Uh let's see. And then Magic shows up to uh to one of the games and the oh, crowd yeah. goes crazy for it's still yeah. it's still the magic show, man. They still want but it's to kind see of it is a it is a funny scene because everything starts falling apart. Like as soon as he shows up. <laughs> Like they're missing the passes, like you yeah, said. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> like, metaphor. Like a, a, yeah, it's like like the system's working, but then all of a sudden something goes wrong. Yeah, because the team's the star, and now the star shows up. The star so shows it's a, up. It's a paradox. And then you see, you can't a, and, then, and then it ends with a cool scene that will like bird, like bird, like taunts him. <laughs> and then magic ends by saying, "I really don't like that mf or <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that mother F. I gotta admit, the guy who plays Bird is, is spot on. They're all good. Like they're all yeah. good. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> he's like he is Bird. Yeah, the casting and the acting is exceptional. It's it, yeah, obviously we talk about it's not you want to be entertained. I'm not yeah, you want to be entertained. Be and obviously, a lot of this is like a lot. I mean, there are facts that are real. I mean, we you know, like I said, we go over them and I look at them. But you can you can't know what a person is doing 24 hours. You don't know who people are sleeping with. You don't know all this stuff. So that's all made up. And you know, we I get that. You know, I get what you're seeing isn't reality. You're getting the entertainment value, and you, and you're also getting the facts that the Lakers are. You know, this is happening. The Lakers are winning this game. They're losing this game. Magic's getting injured. Kareem's, you know, Kareem's going to, you know, this and that, you know, but they're adding stuff in there to make it more yeah. entertaining. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like we said, we're, we're I'm going to expect uh, this to be actual I mean, history of the Lakers. Yeah. As long as it's not going to, if I'm this, if this is me, as long as they're not going to make me like, uh, like killing somebody, then I'm fine with it, you know? Uh, so what do we got? Gosh, we got a packed, we got packed, a lot of stuff going on now. Are we just going to continue this, most of the stuff for next week? Well, tomorrow. Well, obviously, we got the new episode of uh, of Winning Time tomorrow on, on, on Sunday. Actually, on Sunday, yeah. yeah actually, we're today. early. We're early. Yeah. 
So maybe we'll do, so this we'll do. We'll take winning time off of this agenda and just move it to the Monday show. And that will yeah, be the only, that's, the only thing that's perfect. That'll, that'll perfect. take one thing off the agenda. And then I want to add the, uh, it, if it bleeds movie, um, Mr. What is it called? Mr. Something, Mr. Something Harrigan's something? house. Yeah. Maybe add that in the, in the story. Yeah. To the next week. That's good. Episode. That's fine. Bear justified's almost done. So we're almost done with justified. So that's gosh, good. man. I thought it was one more, but it's got two. <laughs> That is rough. I'll tell you that yeah. much. It's rough. Prime awful. Like like n- nothing to do with Prime Evil. Oh, and and uh, Degrassi will be done next week too. Well, yeah, the last two episodes of Degrassi Junior High. Yeah, we're done with it. We're, we're done. Yeah, we're done with Junior High. Not <laughs> not, not high, high school. High school starting not, up. Not high not, school starting think, up. Yeah. <laughs> Back to school. <laughs> you need to see the ultimate. Like the oh. you need to see the 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 finales. How many seasons is the high school? Uh, I'm not sure. It's probably two two seasons. I oh, think. you better be right. You better, and then I'm you have the doing... final movie, and then you got the uh, final movie, which is I'm only doing two seasons. I'm, uh, I'm I, I, two I think seasons. it's two seasons. I think it's two seasons. Oh, but then it has a movie, but it also has a, a a final two hour movie. Maybe so, can we do one season per episode and just like cram it? Do like cramming for the test? <laughs> well, if you want to do four episodes, I could do that. <laughs> like uh, I, I could do yeah. as much Degrassi as you want. Like, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pace this out. I can uh, do it. I can do as much as you want. Oh boy, that's funny! <laughs> I keep uh, it coming. Are there fights? Are there big fights tomorrow? Is there a pay per view tomorrow? That I don't know. That I do not know. Well, let me take a quick look. Do preview. Keep it coming. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it's like I said. I rarely watch the fights these days. And um, that last one was kind of so bad that it was like, ooh. oh, it, you know. Uh, tomorrow, Vincent Vicente Luque versus Rafael Dos Anjos. Which, oh, okay. Yeah, come on. The, the ultimate gatekeeper. Dos yeah, Anjos is like he's the ultimate gatekeeper. But the following week is something to work to work, uh, something to look at because it's Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley for a title oh, fight. Oh, Sugar Shane O'Malley. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, will the tra- Cody, will the train finally be be uh, derailed? Cody's on that card. Huh? What? <laughs> like? Huh? Like? Wait a minute! I thought he was already gone. <laughs> Neo Magni's on the card. Okay. Wiley Zhang is on that card. It's not, really? the, gra- it's not the greatest card, but it's Who's has- she fighting? Who's who's John fighting? Uh, Wiley fighting? Amanda uh Limos? Hemos? How do you pronounce oh, the, the that's a, that should be an easy win for her. I I don't I don't know the 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 card on I don't know the uh stats on the fighter, but she should probably smash her though. Oh, Chris Veedman is on the preliminary on the prelims. What? what? No, <laughs> stop. No way. Yeah. No so way. Marlon Vera versus Pedro Munoz. That's a that's a good fight. That should be on the main card. Kidding me? Okay. Uh Chris Weedman versus Brad Tavares on the No, program. it's like the two older guys fighting <laughs> each other. I thought they were like uh, retired guys. Uh yeah, so not the strongest card, but you obviously I'm in because nostalgia. of the sugar you got some, some nostalgia on there. Well, and the sugar shane uh and yeah, the but, Will the train be derailed? I love that. So I'm used to, I picked Sterling on that last fight, so uh I, don't I am know. not. I am not on the train. I am not on the sugar Sean. The sugar uh, Sean uh, train. The the Sean O'Malley. I don't know if he has the 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 distance in him. Like he normally just knocks guys out. So right. How many how many five rounders has he been in? Wait, I, don't, he I don't, guys out? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wow. for sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Think he's ever gone five rounds. Okay. So hmm. uh, and now I mean Sterling's good, man. People can say what they want, but uh, hey, he eventually he yeah. beat that Yan guy. What two, three times now? Yeah. He beat him a couple of times. So yeah, I'm, I'm picking uh, 
uh, Aljamain Sterling okay. on that one. We'll see. We'll in see. A couple, in a couple of weeks. Uh, any final words? No. No words. All right. This has been Bevan. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.